0: Greetings and salutations, Salutations. and welcome to season two, episode two of the Rink Moose episodic podcast, a weekly episodic podcast (laughs) where two good pals get together and discuss all things NHL and their implications in the fantasy hockey universe. I'm one of your hosts, Nick Costume, along with this schmuck, Kyle Nice. (laughs) Kyle, how are you doing today?
1: Let's cut the crap, Nick. The you know, I,
0: you've, been, you've, you've had me on the edge
1: of my seat for days now. Days? So, yeah. I think it was more like 24 hours. 24 full hours. That's, that's days. 24 full hours. Basically, Nick sent me a picture. I don't know how much I can reveal without your story, but he sent me a picture of a certain rare jersey with a certain rare signature on it, and I got nothing. <laughs> I got no explanation. He said, wait for the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, you and I are going to find out what Nick's on about for the first time together here, and uh, I'm ready to dive into this, Nick. I'm ready to just get into You're how ready, you met eh? the kid.
0: Wow, this is great. I mean, because uh, yeah, I mean, for for those for those who are unaware, I mean, Kyle has had the luxury of meeting some some very famous people in the past uh, year. I think that's That's, safe to say, right? That's very safe to say. Pierre McGuire, uh, Connor McDavid, Quentin Byfield. I mean, the list goes on.
1: Yes, it does.
0: So Kyle issued me a challenge before heading off to to school this year. So for those of you who don't know, uh, Kyle issued me a challenge before heading off to school this year in, in lovely Kingston, Ontario. Saying, you know, Nick, I've been doing all the heavy lifting uh, in the past year. You know, me- meeting, you know, Connor McDavid, Pierre Maguire, Ooh. Quentin Byfield. The, the, the list goes on. It's, a, it's an impressive list. I'll give him that. Mm. And he said, you know what, Nick, you got to do some heavy lifting for once. You can't just sit in the corner. So <laughs> he tapped me on the shoulder and he said, you got to find Shane Wright. Somewhere in Kingston, Ontario. <laughs> and so this past week, I usurped the challenge to find this 15-year-old lad in this big city of ours here in Kingston. So, you want to know how I did it? I do. I've been waiting okay. for this. I'm visiting uh, Kingston. I, I foreshouted it a little bit by, by talking about Marco Rossi. Of yeah. course, how he'd be there. Top 10 prospect. Marco Rossi, uh, top 10 pick in this upcoming NHL draft. At least that's what the the pundits and prognosticators are saying. And, uh, yeah, I mean, of all people, Kyle, an hour before the game, shoots me a message saying, hey, this guy's not playing tonight. He's been suspended for the next five games. So immediately I'm in a shitty mood, and I'm not feeling too good about this evening. Fair. Uh, Very fair. But I go, nonetheless, I want to see my boy Shane and this team. So I go. And uh, like I said last week, I mean, no intention in buying a jersey. I mean, it's 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 a big investment. I'm not sold on the player. I got to watch him some more. Uh, Character does not sell a jersey. It just doesn't. (laughs) And so I'm watching the game. And at some point, there's a description on the Videotron, the big screen saying, hey, who doesn't love autographs? If you want to get autographs from the entire Kingston Frontenacs team, no, come out to this location. I'm tomorrow after. So this is like halfway through the game. I hear this. So I'm hearing this, and I'm like, oh wow, okay, well that's a that's a major curveball. I mean, uh, if there's one thing better than a Shane Wright jersey, it's a signed Shane Wright jersey. Yeah. So. I'm thinking to myself, this what a, what what better of an opportunity? I don't know if this will come up again. I don't know if I'll still be here at school. I don't know, you know, how often do they do these things? Mm-hmm. So, I make the executive decision <laughs> during the intermission. I go to the team store. I I I meet the guy there who's doing the jersey pressing, the uh the, the jersey guy. Yeah. And I say, hey, uh, I want this black Kingston Frontenac jersey, Shane Wright, fifty one. Make it happen. And uh, lo and behold, ten minutes later, I have a fresh jersey ready to go. Hmm. pick it up. a nice price too. the uh, the cashier made a mistake because I was leaving, so I got I get this jersey, and my intention is the following day to go to this location and get Shane Wright's signature. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, so I mean, should I even tell you how the game went? You want to know? Do you know? I don't know I, I take it uh Kingston got thrashed. Any idea? No. Okay, well yeah, they lost 3-2 in overtime. It was a
1: Oh, okay. I thought I thought that was the ten. No, the game, no, game.
0: the game They lost 3-2. It was uh it was no an- um but anyways, that's not the important part here. The important part is the next day I uh went out to this this old beat-up mall. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> really? Um, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, this Cataraki Center. It's about a 30-minute oh bus God. ride from my place. Sounds yeah, terrible. It's out, 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 out in the boonies. And uh, I'm walking through the mall. I'm trying to find out where this autograph session is. I'm about 30 minutes early. I'm expecting, you know, there's going to be some kind of line. And I'm walking by the booster juice. Yeah. And lo and behold... Is Shane Wright in line at the booster juice? No. Yes. No way. He, and and I noticed him right away. I mean, he 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 for a fifteen year old, he's built. I mean, he's not built like your typical fifteen year old. We no. we all we're we're all schmucks, you know. In society, we don't eat well. <laughs> but but this kid this kid looked cro- like Crosby at 15. Like he's got his act together, you know. Wow. Okay. Um, and he's at booster juice, just standing there. But he's with wearing their Kingston gear. So they're almost like very, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're very incognito if I may oh, say. Okay. Yeah. And, 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 you know, right there and then I could have just approached him and said, Hey, you know, I, you know, I, I'm here for the autograph thing, but you know, I got some readings to do later today. I got a lot of homework. Could, you, could we just get this over with right now? Um, <laughs> yeah. but, but I didn't do that. I mean, he was with his friends. I didn't want to, I didn't know how he'd react to that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so I just walked by and, and 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 I got in line for the actual autograph session. Oddly enough, I waited like 20 minutes. Kyle, this line there was probably like 30 people in the line. That's it. To
1: oh, get really? these autographs.
0: Like it nobody, <laughs> like nobody actually like very few people made the effort to do this. Really? And 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 after the third the rest of the people were just like people who were shopping. Like they just happened to be shopping that day and they're like, Oh shit, it's the, it's the Kingston people. We're just going to go and get autographs. Yeah. they line up and get autographs. Huh. Um, but yeah, I got in line. Uh, it was, it was, it was time to get autographs. And, uh, I mean, they, they give you this little sheet you can sign, uh, you, you can give it to the players and they all sign it. Um, but I had my Jersey, I had my black Sharpie. I wanted that signature good on you. and uh what's that good on you yeah yeah of course and 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 you know I, I i got up there and and it's kind of awkward i'll send you some photos later on i think i was on twitter i think i was trending on twitter because i was in a photo that they were yeah because I mean, they took a photo of what was going on like get your autographs at the mall oh, no way you and were I there was, I was, on I your was hands testing. and knees oh yeah, my god yeah yeah please so sign my jersey you can play a little bit of Where's Waldo later on. Um, Did you call him anyways. sir? What's that? Did you call him sir? Well, here's the thing, Kyle. It's awkward because yeah, he's he, like it's an L-shaped uh, uh, structure, and you have to walk past like about a dozen players before you actually get to Shane. Oh, that's, I don't know who yeah. the fu- I don't know who the fuck these guys are. Yeah, Th- their their backs are turned to you. They're all wearing their jerseys, but like I I don't know what their name is. Uh, I've only been to like three games, so like I'm not by no means an expert. So I'm I'm kind of just strolling through, like saying, "Hey, like how are you?" Like, like not like just shooting the shit, like very. very, But like I clearly don't care about them, you know. I don't know who they are. Yeah. Um. So kind of awkward, but they they're signing that paper because like they I guess they want to make all the players feel special, right? Yeah. Um. And you could tell like everybody would take more time as they got to Shane, and then everybody else they just stroll on through. -hmm. But uh, anyways, got up to Shane Wright. Oh, here it is. (laughs) What were the words that you said? uh, Quote for quote. Listen, I pulled the jersey out of the bag. It had the it had the all all you could see was the W R I G H T. Immediately, a smile came up on his face, lit up his face. No way. I was the only person with the jersey to that point. I was like, really? Yeah. Wow. And I hand him I hand him over the jersey. I hand him over the Sharpie, and I say, hey, uh, anywhere on the five there. And uh, he, he, he grabs the Sharpie, you know, does the very nice signature, I will say. These, okay. these kids, these 15-year-olds, they make me look terrible. Really? Um, very nice signatures. Okay. Um, finishes up. He's about to pass the jersey off to me. And, and, and you know, I, I awkwardly put my hand out to shake his hand. Oh. And, uh, and, and, he, and he drops the jersey down shakes my hand nice firm handshake wow. and I look him in the eye I look him in the eye and I say the following words character is your number one asset don't you, you forget it
1: you did not say that
0: I said that no uh, way and, and he, and he smiled and he said thank you very much I, I really appreciate that like a very genuine answer wow and that uh, is the was, best A very candid exchange. Wow. Um, So we we kind of had a heart-to-heart moment there. Holy uh, shit. But everyone around us was hackling us. So these other 16, 17-year-olds are are all like, Yeah, Shane, you're his favorite player. No, 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 no. Like kind of mocking us. Wow. And and that's when Shane went like, All right, guys, settle down, settle down. (laughs) (laughs) So it was kind of a funny exchange uh, with his teammates. But uh, no, it was uh, it was he he was just a like you could tell like he's just a bright kid. And he was he was good with everybody else, like all the little kids who came there. Um, He was he was very patient. We we gave you the time of day. Um, He he, but you could tell he still has that youthful innocence to him, you know, because he's just 15. Yeah. So. uh, So, yeah, no, that was that was the sole exchange we had. and, uh, And 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 I got my photo. I got my autographed jersey. And uh, every he was as advertised like he, you could you could tell just by his mannerisms and and uh, the way he just looked at you. You could tell that this kid is he's just a genuine good guy.
1: Holy. Shit. So, uh,
0: yeah, that was that was uh, that was pretty much the extent of it.
1: I got to say hats off to you because I think you knocked it out of the park with the exchange. Like oh, you, yeah. could have, you could have easily just had him sign it and, and run off and, and tell the story. Yeah. But now all, I think he's like. I almost want to say he's going to remember you, you know? Like, really, yeah? You, think, eh? you uh, think
0: that's something memorable?
1: Yeah, like, who says that? Not a lot of people go well, up yeah, and say Well, yeah, no, because
0: I'll be honest. Like, I was in the minority. A lot of the people there were, like, uh, parents, children, you know? Yeah. So, like, I, I was, I, there were very few, like, people my age there. Um, and, and no one, no, everyone was kind of shy. Like, they'd kind of just give him the thing or give him what they wanted to sign and, like, they go on. But uh, I, I, you know, I, try, I tried to have some kind of a conversation with him. So yeah. uh, I, I made sure I, I made it known, you know, why why he's a particular player I like. And uh, he just seemed re- receptive to it, you know?
1: Wow, that's amazing. I could
0: have said something stupid. But I was thinking of saying something along the lines of, hey, like... like uh, if you ever like come down to the student district like free drinks on every on, on you for like everybody you know because you like like you're you're fucking shane right oh yeah but 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 i don't want to be a bad influence you know exactly, like uh, yeah. he's 15 i don't know how many ounces of, of liquor he's done he's down <laughs> probably so, not uh, a lot and, and i don't want his parents knocking on my door either saying you're a bad influence on my son get the fuck out actually that'd be a kind of a hell of a story it would be a hell of a story, it, in a small town like Kingston, that shit could probably happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You never know. Um, so yeah, I, I ended up just going with the genuine card and uh, he seemed to uh, enjoy, enjoy it. So uh, that's
1: fantastic.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. I'll, uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it all worked out. I, I was, I was very surprised, but. So is he yeah, your favorite you
1: junior player now?
0: Huh? Is he your favorite
1: junior player?
0: But he's still got to prove it on the ice. I mean, how do you play? Like, I, like I'm, I'm a harsh critic, Kyle. I mean, at this game, he was, uh, you know, he showed a lot that I didn't see in the other game. Uh, his two-way game was on display. Always very strong back checker. The, the skating was on full display. Tenacious uh, in that respect. Uh, he's excellent at shielding the puck with his body, going to show he's using that big physique. At, at, at you know just five eleven, he weighs 180 pounds. So he was he was really good on the power play, like at times of just keeping the puck, controlling the puck, uh, shielding it with his body. Um, he made a beautiful uh, spin play as he crossed the blue line on an offensive exchange, created an amazing spinorama, and and made the defender break his ankles and f- straight up. No, uh, like this was yeah, it was impressive stuff. Uh, but again, no points. Uh, oh. His team lost. Um, I, I, I'm concerned a little as to if the losing, if it stays, which I assume it will given how young this frost will get to it, you know. Uh, I mean, we, we, we've mentality? heard stories. We've heard stories of Sidney Crosby being a whiny baby when he showed up to Pittsburgh the first few years. Oh, or, uh, or Connor McDavid, Connor McDavid having <clears throat> to have his dad drive up to Erie to, to calm him down. When, when he, things weren't going so well early that, yeah, his dad would drive all the way from Newmarket to Erie just to calm him down when he when he was upset. Holy shit! So I don't want the same thing to happen to this kid. He's so young. He's so full of energy. So innocent. Like I said, <laughs> and 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 I don't want I don't want a thirteen and fifty two record to 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 get him. You know, to get on his bad side. You know. Wow, you're so that's concerned. That's what happened last year. They were like thirteen and fifty. Wow, Nick. You're so concerned for
1: this guy's happiness. It's
0: he's so young. He's like he like he's like he's just a little kid.
1: You've developed you feelings. You should have seen this, Kyle. You've developed like, Kyle, feelings, like...
0: huh? You've developed feelings already. Well, I mean, you're going to all these games. I mean, uh, he. It's like uh, you get a you get a personal connection. One of these games, I don't think you get from going to a professional hockey game. You know. Oh yeah, I guess so. so. And you meet the guy, you shake his hand, you you share a moment, like that, that that's special. You're going to remember that hopefully. Like you said, hopefully he remembers that. So, I just hope everything goes well here. I know, I know he's in action tonight. I think they just wrapped up actually uh in Oshawa. Um, but yeah. I don't know. I I don't like think about it this way. Years from now, like if he does become Sid, that would be pretty cool if you like if nowadays someone said I met Sid at a strip mall uh in Ramuski. <laughs> You know, getting my jersey signed. You know? Yeah, for sure. Not a lot of people can say that. No, that's that's great. Yeah, that's great. So there's the there's the story. I hope it lived up to your expectations.
1: It did. Actually, it exceeded it.
0: Oh wow! Uh, breaking news: Kingston four-one losers. Oh. Uh, in Oshawa, Shane Wright first goal of his. Oh, wow,
1: just, oh. speak of the devil. I wonder what that yeah. looks like, boy.
0: Wow, so maybe I motivated him.
1: You did. And uh and he scored the first goal. You know you did. Wow, that's, that's, amazing. that's amazing. Holy shit. <laughs> you should keep your eye on these little Kingston events and make sure you're like you're the guy every time to just show right. up. Yeah. You're like and the next super, thing fan you know,
0: next thing you know he's joining me and my friends for beers at, at oh,
1: oh yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine? We come over to watch the the Kingston game, and he's
0: over before the game. He meets God. Dante. No, it's, it's such a it's such a small town. Like nothing's stopping him. Like for all I know, he could live a couple blocks away from me. Come on, man. Right? That's the beauty of these small little OHL cities, right? Yeah.
1: Well, as great as this is, we've got to move on. Yeah. We've got yeah, to. Of
0: course.
1: Oh, I I have a quick update for you. Mm-hmm. Um. Have you heard the Alexi Lafreniere news?
0: Uh, I just, I just, like you said, he had a great, game, another great game Friday uh, at the Crosby retirement ceremony, and, and that's all I know.
1: <clears throat> so a bit, oh, there's a couple big points of uh, points of news there. So the, obviously the OT winner on Crosby night caps off a three point night. OT winner, not late in the third, mm-hmm. uh, four point night last night, or actually just today. Uh, and named captain of the Ramuski Oceanic. That's brand new news. Wow. That, that just happened earlier today. So that uh, that's another wrinkle in this whole story, in this draft. I don't know how many of these other guys are going to wear the C in this top 10 of this 2020 <laughs> draft. Probably nobody. So that's uh, that's pretty big. Just goes to show his character. And I know, like everyone says, everyone loves the guy. So... Uh, that's just a little bit of Lafreniere news. And I did watch that, that game, the Crosby night game. Very, very impressed. Very impressed. Okay. Uh, not impressed with the skating much, again, to be honest. But uh, this guy was so clearly the best player on the ice. Like every time he'd get the puck, he'd either do like a little fancy shimmy shake to get some room or he'd just slip a pass that absolutely no one was thinking of. So it was like the vision was on full display, extremely impressed there. The hands were were pretty good, I'd say very good there. Uh shooting eh, and nah, you know, whatever. But uh just the vision was outstanding. Like he can find a guy no matter what in any kind of play. And uh and I was imp- very impressed with that. So that's just a little bit of his uh of, of his style. We're we're going to get to see a lot more. I'll, I'll be watching some of those games. So you give me the right updates, I'll give you the uh, the laugh updates for sure. <laughs> the
0: laugh updates. Yeah, no, that, that all doesn't come as a, as a surprise to me. Like watching that World Junior Showcase, that, that seemed to be his calling card. Yeah. Making those almost impossible plays, finding mm-hmm. his teammates every opportunity. Uh, so yeah, not, not all too surprised to hear that. Mm-hmm. So do you want to start off with this Western preview then? Yes. So, uh, for those of you who didn't watch last episode, I implore you to give it a listen. We ran down the the east the east, uh, east predict- our east predictions in a much briefer manner than last season. Um, gave yeah. you a whole rankings one to eight in each the Atlantic and Metro, as well as some fantasy tidbits along the way. So, we're going to do the very same thing this time around um, with the Western Conference. So, uh, Kyle, where do you want to start here, Central or Pacific?
1: Um. Uh... Let's start with the Pacific because I just find it, you know, a lot less interesting or a lot weaker, okay. I should say.
0: Yeah. And it's eight teams instead of seven. So I figure we get it out of the way. Let's try to pump this um, in about an hour
1: or less. Sure. Sure. If, so if we can never goes that way. way. But like never we did last way, time, but... what, we'll, what we'll do is we'll go by division and we'll go up and down. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I guess we'll th- uh, throw in the wild cards at the end, which ta- yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to look at that. I haven't even thought of that. But. Okay. Yeah, I know.
0: I got it. I got it. Okay. Eighth seed, Pacific Division. Ooh. It's this easy. team will occupy last place in the conference.
1: <coughs>
0: Pains me to say it. <laughs> Yay. The beloved LA Kings. Yay. finish eighth in the Pacific Division. This to me is a mail in job if you've ever heard. Uh I'm only I'm only gonna say this, Kyle. They asked uh Todd McClellan, the new coach. There, they asked him a question. They said, if you could describe the expectations for this season in one word, what would it be? You wanna take a guess at what he said?
1: Uh the expectations in one word. Yeah. Uh Oh, man. Have fun? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what do you think this is? House League? I do,
1: yeah, for these guys. <laughs> Have fun. That's
0: two words. That's Sorry. cheating.
1: Enjoy. Enjoy. Anyways. Enjoy. Anyways, <laughs> <don't> enjoy.
0: <laughs> That's even worse. I know. It, this, this is now, what the team has become. So his answer was still pretty. It was a pretty pussy answer. It was, quote, <clears throat> growth. End quote. Ah, I knew it. You like that?
1: Yeah. Well, what else is he gonna say with this exactly. roster?
0: So, so that seems to be the theme here. They got some uh, prospects that they wanna they wanna develop that they wanna give a shot at playing. Um, <laughs> they picked up that uh, that guy from the Leafs. I think his name's Grunstrom, the winger yeah. from the Leafs last year. They're looking to develop him. Rasmus Kupari may crack the lineup. They're looking to develop him. Um, you know, uh, Toffoli is still somebody who's finding his way. Um, Kempe is still finding his way. Now they have both Kempe brothers. If I if I if I if I'm correct in that respect, mm. um, so it's just it's a bunch of youngsters they want to develop, but they've also got this aging core that looks like they're kind of ready to sail into the sunset. I mean, you hear news about Jeff Carter wanting to retire. I mean, that stuff doesn't sound good. So you only assume he's not going to come with a with a big passion and fire to play this year. Uh, Ilya Kovalchuk was without question the worst signing of the entire offseason last year um, this is a guy who is getting paid in the five six million dollar range and who only put up I mean 30 points last year boy so it, it's concerning um, and and I mean Jonathan quick I mean he's not getting any younger uh, he's you know theories out there he's gonna lose a lot of playing time to the young Jack Campbell who looks mm. to be his kind of replacement. Uh, in, in the coming years. So all those factors, you know, you know, Dowdy's going to try hard, but only him and Kopitar can only do so much. Yeah. So they, they seem content on getting another high pick. You already got Turcotte. You already got Tobias Foot, You know, you already got the, uh, the the other Russian they picked up in the draft. Those were kind of their, their three oh, big pickups. Uh, yeah. The sniper from the Hamilton Bulldogs. Yeah. His, his name, name was... uh, eludes me right now. Yeah. But uh, you know, but between between those three t- three players, uh, I mean, everybody every big draft prognosticator said that was, you know, among the best drafts of any team at the at this past draft. So, you know, looking at that, there's some optimism. There's optimism they can land a top three to five pick, you know, may- you know, maybe the number one pick this coming nope. draft nope, in Montreal. No. Nope, nope,
1: nope,
0: nope. Um so so I think they're content on tanking. Uh, that word by McClellan only says as much. And uh, they're going to be right at the top of the, the podium come uh, <clears throat> the draft, the 2020 draft in Montreal. I do
1: so pray that this team does not pick first overall. Mm-hmm. I so prayed because I, I will be such I'll be so upset if I have to join your side and cheer for this team. Mm-hmm. If my favorite player wouldn't
0: that be something? No, I'd
1: hate that. You know what? I'd, I'd mm-hmm. have to buy a jersey. You know that, and then we'd we'd yeah. show up with the same jersey, and it'd be like, "Come on, man, <laughs> this isn't cool." Yeah, that would man. be awkward. I got I got nothing nothing too much to add to this team. Yeah, because you know it best. But I got yep. one question for you. Mm-hmm. Who is Nikolay Horkin, Projected top Nicolay six player.
0: Prod Horkin. Pro. Who's
1: this? Croc Horkin, according to Daily Faceoff, is playing second line right wing. I don't know. I've never heard of the guy. He sounds like Let he's out see. of some sort of village from Bulgaria.
0: That uh yeah, that's uh that's that's news to me. <clears throat> um I I sure as heck have not heard of this fellow. Uh and I'm and I'm pretty up to school on their on their prospects going through the system. But mm-hmm. again, that just goes to show you that the lineups are free for all. Got the guys are slotting in anywhere, anywhere to get youngsters exposure, anywhere to you know uh, encourage Todd McClellan's quote growth, you know. So it, it's a shit show, and and they seem perfectly <laughs> content on riding this out and just mailing it in and getting that top pick, Quentin Byfield, Lafreniere. Don't bring say it out like that. I, don't like I will I will continue like to that. until he earns my until he earns my respect I can call him whatever I want. How has he not earned your respect? Cuz I've only seen him play one game.
1: One game. Yeah. How? I uh, saw let's...
0: him play at the uh, the World Junior Showcase. What about all the, the World, World Junior Juniors games? last year? I you know, I he barely played. He barely got any ice time. Yeah, fair fine. Doesn't matter. This year'll be the big test.
1: Last thing I'll say on L.A. is that I think they are a far bigger joke than Ottawa is. Far bigger.
0: So you could see them finishing last.
1: Oh, I think L.A. is going to be the worst team in the NHL.
0: It's just a matter if they win the lottery. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think think they're way worse than Ottawa. But that's a whole different story. Uh, Quickly, in terms of fantasy, I wouldn't touch a single one of these guys with a 12-foot pole. Uh, Moving on. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay hey, i'm not gonna allow you uh, to I defend think, that. you know again i'm not gonna allow i it. think kopitar still a safe bet for 70 points and i still no. believe you know you know D- dowdy's only gonna keep getting ice time because no one's gonna stirp him on that top power play so again 20 power play points for dowdy 45 to 55 points uh no. still solid as, as a number two or three fantasy defenseman moving on
1: <laughs> Yeah, have to bring that on. in there go, go on it. go on next next <laughs> team
0: the Edmonton Oilers. Oh, you are blowing it. I have the Oilers at seven, and, and here's why. You're blowing uh, it. I, I don't see what they've really done this year to uh, to, to, to build up their <laughs> roster. I like the coach they brought in, Tippett. I think he's going to bring in some you know defensive uh, defensive scheming in there, something the last coach couldn't provide. Um, and, uh, I, I think you're going to see them, you know, play, be more competitive in games and their structure will improve. Um, albeit it may come at the expense of some points from McDavid and, and, uh, and the D- dry But, uh, I mean, I, I still don't see how they've improved. I still think the de- the defense is not very good, even with Evan Bouchard back there joining the crew. Um, to me, you know, Adam Larson still looks awful when you compare him to that Taylor Hall trade. It has not aged well; keeps getting worse every year. Um, Clef Baum you know, hasn't shown he can be a top pairing defenseman. I mean, the only the only bright side here is probably Darnell Nurse and, and, and Evan Bouchard, and and quite frankly, I don't think that's up to snuff to to, to challenge for a playoff spot in this in this specific division. So, um, you know, James Neal, we'll see if he can slot in, but if, if anything. You know, in, in Calgary is a sign. He, he certainly did not fit in there. So um, I'm down on this team. And uh, and, that, and that's all I'm going to say. That's harsh and it's
1: wrong. Okay. Doesn't matter. My number seven team is the Arizona Coyotes. Are you surprised? Uh Nope. Okay, good. Yeah, there's not much to like here for me. Um, I know they kind of came close last year. I, I don't <clears throat> necessarily know how they did that. I don't think Kessel is saving shit for anybody. I actually think Kessel's due f- to to just fall off the map for this coming season. So if you drafted him, uh, I, I would say that was a bad move if you took him relatively early. <clears throat> I don't like their center depth. I think Derek Stepan is like an, a decent second line center. And then you have Schmaltz behind him. I think he's a three. So that's poor. I don't like the fact that Clayton Keller is, is your number one guy. Uh, The forwards, I just, it's just nothing, I hate, I hate them. There's no depth there. I don't like it that much. Uh, Don't love the D. I don't think it's all that bad, but uh, yeah, not, not, not impressive to me. I'm kind of passive on the goalies. Uh, Ranta, um, actually, you know, what? Kemper did pretty well last year. So I think that might be the brightest spot for them is uh, if Ranta and Kemper kind of split that job. I think that could be a pretty good tandem. But uh, there's just nothing interesting in Arizona for me, and I mean, I just look at the other uh, the other teams here, and uh, it's not a it's probably the weakest division overall. But uh, man, this Arizona team just it just it blows. It, it sucks.
0: And yet they almost made the playoffs last year.
1: I know. I don't know how, how they did happened. it. I don't know how they did it. But uh, mm-hmm. it, it it's smoke and mirrors. They're gonna fall down this year. All
0: they right. will fall. Well, I'll get into them in just a second. I'll get into them in just a second.
1: Smoke and Moving
0: on, the number six team on my power rankings in the Pacific Division: the Anaheim Ducks. The Anaheim Ducks will occupy the sixth spot, and here's why: I think the young kids are going to bring a lot of enthusiasm. The Troy Terries, the uh, the what is it? Sam Steele. Yeah. See the other guy. And um, Max Comtois. What about the Quebecer who was on the World Junior team the past year, who got bullied on social media? <laughs> What was his Ma- name?
1: Maxime Camtois.
0: There we go. So those three guys, they're gonna they're gonna bring an added dimension. Obviously, you have the coach coming from the San Diego Goals and the in the goals in the AHL as well. Uh, the former coach of the uh of of, of the Marleys. So, you know, he's gonna bring some youthful exuberance. So will the players. They they should have some more fight in their offense. You know, they probably will score a little more than last year. But with that said, I still think this will be a lower scoring team in the NHL. I mean, a bottom ten. I, I don't get too excited from, from still having guys like Ryan Getzloff on their roster. Uh, the only guys who look like you know they have promise who can put the puck in the back of the net and, and really drive offense are, are Ricard Raquel and uh, Andre Casse. Other than that, there, there's not much else here to be excited about. And, and on the back end, I mean Cam Fowler I think is, is a very overrated defenseman. Um, I like Josh Manson. I like the tenacity, the size he brings. Hampus Limholm is one of the more underrated defensemen in the league. But again, not enough depth on the, on the back end. I can only count those two. And up front, you know, I only counted those two along with those kids I mentioned. So just not enough depth here. I don't care if you have arguably the best goalie in the league, which I really think he is. If, if you watch John Gibson often, he really does uh, do a lot for his team and in, in, in suppressing goals against. But I, you know, the goalie can only do so much. We've seen that in the past with, you know, even Carey Price. So uh, I, I, all that said, I, I don't see this team in the playoffs. I, I could see them fighting and, and doing better than last year. But, uh, you know, still not good enough to, to go past the sixth slot in my Pacific rankings.
1: Mm. I have Anaheim here as well. Uh, like you said, I think they're going to be much improved. I think uh, for me, this is a team with an intense level of intrigue and uh, it's exactly what you said there. The young talent is, is so darn interesting for this this group, uh, particularly, like you said, Sam Steele, Max Comtois, and Troy Terry. Uh, it makes the center depth quite, quite, uh, quite intriguing. You've got Getzlaff, Adam Henrique, and then that Sam Steele, whether he's second or third line. And then we already saw last year that Comtois can really play. Like He, he showed in the NHL that he was probably almost ready for a job at that point, uh, he tore up juniors. Obviously we saw what happened at the world juniors. That's a different story, but, uh, yeah, he, he looks like he could be a really good, I, I almost want to say fantasy asset. Like if this guy gets top six minutes, if he sneaks onto one of these power plays and I, I and I, you know, he's a bruiser, he can really lay the body. This guy could turn into a pretty good all around player in like deep banger leagues kind of thing. Um, But this is a, uh, you know, sprinkling these young guys in. It's a a team I can really kind of get behind and start to really watch. I haven't been interested in Anaheim for years and years and years. But uh, they're starting to turn into this exciting group. And I know Getzlaff, he's a huge Band-Aid player. You know he's going to get injured. But I think when he is healthy, I think he can still have a little bit of star power. Look for him to be kind of that... when he's healthy 70-ish point player not a lot of goals just purely assist uh, but I think he can still put up some some decent production and and obviously mentor these young these young niblets and obviously you got Gibson one of the best goalies in the league in front of a, a defense I don't really care for and then uh, the, the result is a, a team like you said they'll uh, they'll put up more fight than a lot of people will think but uh, it's just not the year. But uh, really big things in line for them, and I'm, I'm super excited to follow them this year.
0: Yeah, that's fair. I, I think that coach, you know, we've heard he's tough on players. He was certainly tough on players in his time with the, the, the Marlies. So I, I don't think, you know, it's just going to be some uh, country club there in Orange County, California. <laughs> I don't think that's going to be the case. I think he's going to push these players hard. He's going to cultivate a work ethic for the kids, and, and they'll fight. But again not good enough to to make the playoffs in this division no um moving on my fifth seed in the pacific division the arizona coyotes um speaking of fight you know competing in games this is a team that will do that uh they just missed the playoffs by a few points last year literally went down to the last few uh few games with the addition of kessel you haven't really gotten any worse. And so I see their success as being you know, fairly sustainable. Uh, you know, The goalies, they kind of played out of their minds you know, between Kemper and Ronta last year, especially Kemper. Um, Ronta, of course, had some injuries. But with the two of them splitting starts, I, I, I think the goaltending will be solid, as you said. I think that's one of their strengths. Um, guys like Jacob Chitron on the back end are only developing and getting better. Uh, Nicholas Hjalmerson continues to be a stopper on that back end. Um. So again, you got some pieces on the back end I like, and then up front, you know, your 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 Schmaltz, who you acquired from Chicago, he's only going to grow. He did well after the acquisition last year. Worked out for them. Um, Derek Stepan will only be a stabilizing force. You know, insulating your lineup. You know, good to A centerman. uh, and Keller should learn from Phil. You know, they'll be both putting the puck behind the net. To me, the team didn't get any worse, and that's as simple as it gets. If, if you didn't get any worse, and last year wasn't a fluke, which I really don't think it's a fluke, I, I think that Rick Tockett you know, really brought some energy and some defensive structure to, the, to that uh, Arizona team that was missing. And don't forget, he was the coach in Pittsburgh when Phil came over there. He was the assistant coach, and, and they got a bit of a bromance going. So, uh, you know, he's, you know, Phil's going to be motivated. He's not going to be, you know, just ride off into the sunset just because he's in Arizona. So I actually kind of disagree with your point earlier. Um, you know, he won't be playing with two Hall of Famers, but he'll still be producing at a pretty good clip as we've become accustomed to seeing Phil do. So, um, yeah, I'm a little higher on this team than you are. I, I think they're, they're, they're a lot better than, than people say they are. And uh, I could see them fighting for a playoff spot and finishing just on the bubble come the end of the season. Boy, that's sad for the rest of the West. Then they must be all terrible. This team is going to (laughs) be... Well, it's the worst division in hockey, Kyle. Oh, yeah, it's bad. It's the worst (laughs) division in hockey. I mean, that's why Fantasy. I I picked up Riddick. I picked up Jones. And I'm going to get all these games against these schlubby teams. (laughs) Yeah. It's all strategy. Yeah,
1: we'll see. We'll see. So my number five here is the Edmonton Oilers. Here's what I don't like. I do not like the summer that Connor McDavid has had. No one wants to be rehabbing a knee injury all summer. You, you can't imagine that he gained any more uh, any more skill, any more speed. In fact, uh, look for him to be a little bit slow out of the gates this, uh, this start of the season. I don't like uh, how Nugent Hopkins is insulated back there on the second line. Obviously, they are struggling for forward depth. They always have been. Uh, they've added a couple interesting pieces, like like uh, Neil and this guy Nygard is not not too bad. Um, the goalies, I don't like the goalies. Uh, I don't like Mike Smith one bit. I think he's going to be the backup there. I think Miko Koskinen will be, end up, you know, getting the ma- the majority of the starts. But still, I don't love that situation. Uh, the defensive depth, I don't really like either, to be honest. But uh, here's what I do like: uh, Lucic for Neal trade upgrade, uh, getting Chris Russell back uh, for the for the like permanently without injury. That's an upgrade. Uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Draisaitl will be the NHL's most dynamic duo. That's a good thing. I like Cassian on the flank there. He's going to act as sort of a Zach Hyman of sorts. That's a that's a, a perfect first line. Nugent Hopkins had a career year last year. That's awesome. They add Riley Shahan as a depth piece. I think that's uh, that was a wise move. Uh, and you know what? It's great about these guys. This is not much about this team this year, but they're finally taking their time with their their young children. They send Evan Bouchard back to the AHL, where, uh, where he probably could have been on this team 100%. So they're, they sh- they're finally showing some smarts uh, up up top in the management circle there. But uh, why why I have them uh, up ahead of Anaheim, Arizona, and LA is simply the star power. Like I'm not gonna allow, you know, I'm not gonna put my roster of, of McDavid, uh, Dry Sidal and Nugent Hopkins up against a bunch of smucks from Arizona. I don't care how scrappy they are and how much they want to win. I' like it, it just I can't do it. I can't bring myself to do that when looking at it on paper. Uh, and, and, uh, and that's why I have Edmonton slightly, slightly ahead of Anaheim, uh, and, and quite a fair bit ahead of Arizona. That's uh that's uh number five for me there.
0: Well, I'm, I'm glad you're not wearing the, the, you know, the, the rolls, the rose colored glasses on this take. Cause, uh, I know you've been in that boat before with this team. Yeah. And I uh, always, it's upsetting.
1: I always overshoot them, don't I?
0: They do. I mean, I know they had the one miracle year where they got into the playoffs. They beat San Jose in that first round. But uh, ever since then, it's just been downhill. And uh, to be honest, I think there is a bit of an LA syndrome here. I I think this team with the exception of Connor would be content on just getting another high pick in the draft.
1: And I'd like Um, that. Don't get me wrong. I don't want them to finish here. I I think if they bottom out one more time, I think that's a really good thing for them. Uh, But I I don't know. I I don't see it happening this... There's too many people in this organization that that need to see a push here. And mm. well, yeah, we'll see what happens, but I I want them to bottom out cuz let's be honest, they're not they're not going far. So, yeah.
0: Agreed. Could you imagine? Uh, so you yeah. imagine
1: they get number 1 overall and get laughed Besides, "Oh my god." Oh my what god.
0: A what a joke that would what be. What the hell would that? Could be? happen. With with the lottery and the baloney oh. that that's going on there with New Jersey winning this past year. Could oh happen. God. Yeah.
1: Fucking Absolutely. That would set the league on fire. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, boy, could they use that. But yeah, anyways, that does it for the first four. Uh, same four teams, albeit in a bit of a different order. But yep. we stroll along here to number four in the Pacific Division. Yeah. The Vancouver Canucks. Um, I have Vancouver here. They made a lot of additions over the offseason. One of the most active off-seasons of, 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 of this past summer, uh, if I may say so myself. I mean, you add JT Miller, that was a very tumultuous trade. Lots of criticism there. Of course, they gave up uh, a conditional first-round pick for him. So, uh, you know, qu- quite the king's ransom for, for a JT Miller, if yeah. you ask me. I mean, that, that might turn into a first-round pick, and, and, and with the, 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 the strength of this coming draft, who knows what comes after that. So, you know, he's going to be on that top line. He's going to help out their power play by the sounds of it. Uh, you traded for Tyler Myers on the back end. Um, he's going to be a guy who, you know, we'll see how he slots in. Because as much as people may like him in his size, he was playing very sheltered minutes in Winnipeg. You know, it was Bufflin taking on the big assignments. And Morrissey, the big assignments. And Truba Myers was kind of, you know, sheltered. And, and we're going to see if he can be a 1-2 defenseman, which is what they're asking him to do here in Vancouver. So I, for one, am skeptical in that respect. Of course, you're going to have Quinn Hughes breaking in on the back end. That should be great for the fans there to get to watch him each and every night. One of the more you know talented young defensemen to break into the league along with young Kale McCarr, who we'll get into later. Um, so... You know Quinn. Quinn will be fighting with Alex Elder for for top power play minutes. That's why I'm a little skeptical on that front <laughs> uh, as far as owning him. You know Edler's always been that guy on that top unit. I don't know if they give the, you know the keys to the power play to Quinn right away. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I mean the back end is much improved. Jordy Ben coming over from Montreal, a fan favorite favorite of yours, Kyle. Love so, him. There's pieces. There's pieces on this back end that 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 I that I'm encouraged about. Unlike those other teams we were getting into, where I could only pluck out one or two. There, there's about four defensemen here, so I'm pretty high on. And and you know, of course, you know, J.T. Miller's only going to help regardless how much you paid. Michael Ferland is only going to help regardless oh, yeah? how much you paid. It was it was very active. Once again, a very active offseason for Jim Benning, which you know a lot of fans there may not like, but regardless he has made your team objectively better on paper and i think it will result in a stronger push and a uh and in a very you know good shot at making the playoffs this is a fantastic team
1: i have them here as well um man what a what a great time to be a canucks fan my god uh, like you you mentioned all the names it's shaping up so well you've got two of the you know Two of the marquee young talents in both forward and defense, in Pedersen and Hughes. Uh, like, how could you? This is like this is much must-watch hockey. This is fantastic for Vancouver. Uh, I love the Myers ad. Uh, two capable goaltenders. I don't exactly know who's going to come out as the uh, the starter by the end of the season. I know that Thatcher Demko has been waiting in the wings for quite a while. Uh, so those guys are awesome Miller obviously they, they paid pretty handsomely But it felt like one of those moves where they wanted to insulate the kids with a bit of you know some veteran Veteran knowledge there, so I don't mind that from that perspective I I, I do think that you want to guide the ship with some of these kinds of guys uh, I don't think I have them in the playoffs just yet, but we'll, we'll get to that uh, but I think they're going to be super close and, and a must-watch team for sure. And look at the center depth developing here. Pedersen, Horvat, uh, Horvat is probably going to be your next captain very shortly. If if not, I don't know. Maybe they've already named it. I don't think so. But uh, yeah, this team's awesome, and I think that uh, they're going to be super close. And man, they they could surprise for sure with with the the, de- the depth that they're developing. So don't be surprised if they start. Uh, you know, sniffing on San Jose's heels a little bit, so I'm excited for that. Yikes! Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And and one thing I didn't get into that you mentioned the goaltending is solid. I mean, Markstrom <clears throat> and Demko—that is one of the better tandems in the league, if you ask me. Markstrom started over 60 games last year; was very put up very respectable numbers for a schmat team. So, yeah. uh you know, between those two, the the, the goalie tending, the goaltending looks good. The D looks improved. The offense looks improved. You got three check marks. You're going to compete for a playoff spot. This team's going to be
1: one of the most exciting three on three teams out there. Mm. Mark yeah, it right be now. Good. Besser, mm. Pedersen, and Hughes. We've already seen it last year. This that's going to be fucking. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy like a, a video recorder, like a a cable recorder, and try to get that every single right. time they play. It's going to be unbelievable. So. But uh, let's buckle up and get ready for this team. By the way, I think Pederson could be could cement himself as one of the league's best this year, like I'm um, like ninety plus kind of kind of season. Mm-hmm. If if yeah. Besser stays healthy, for sure.
0: Yeah, but again, big picture. You know, I don't want to go too much into this because we're we're here to predict this 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 season and that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that J T. Miller move was worth it. I I really don't. That's that's no. a high pick you're giving up. Um, especially if you miss, which is, which, you know, I have them missing the playoffs here. Yeah. Um, so, so, and you know, Tyler Myers, was he worth that contract? They gave him a lot of money. Um, so, <laughs> so I don't know if this, this Jim Benning looks like a guy who's on, you know, his, his last year of his contract and he's just throwing out money to save his job. So that often at least very toxic, you know, a situation to have. And I hope <laughs> this team doesn't spiral into, into that deep, dark hole that we've seen other teams go to before. Mm. Moving on um, to three. But moving on. I get that out of the way. The third seed in the Pacific Division. Do you know the way to San Jose? Yes, you're sensible. <laughs> the Bermuda Triangle, they call it San Jose, because you send these, these players, they sign there, and then you, you never see them again because they, they stay in San Jose. They never leave. They, yeah. it's like an island they're trapped and they never leave yeah um they like it so much there why wouldn't you want to play for San Jose? anyways i wouldn't um yeah they're gonna just make it which is all you need in today's day <laughs> and age you just you just gotta get into the dance see what happens after that um and it's gonna come on the you know it's gonna come with a team that's gonna play very sound defensively they're going to play, you know, offensively. They're going to do just fine without Joe Pavelski. I, I will admit it's probably the biggest loss of the offseason. It's the most glaring loss when you look at every team and who they're missing and who they couldn't replace. It's Joe Pavelski. It yeah. was a very quiet offseason. They didn't acquire anybody. No. Uh, they, they re-signed Timo Meyer. That's about all that, uh, that Dougie Wilson did there as, as the GM of the team. He didn't address the goaltending. Which no. had the league worst save percentage. We got into that a lot last season before the playoffs. He didn't do shit to improve in that respect, not even replacing uh, the young Aaron Dell. So it seemed like he kind of just put his feet up and is betting on his team to, uh, to, to regroup here, especially the goaltenders. Because I look it up front and I, I, see, it, I see tandems. You know, Timo Meyer, Logan Couture, sign me up.
1: Oh, uh, Thomas
0: Hurdle, and Evander Kane. Sign me up. Uh, Joe Thornton and Marcus Sorens. sign me up. You're still going to have some character guys there and, 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 and Barkley Goudreau. And, uh, you know, I, I, I'm optimistic about up front. And on the back end, it's I mean, we're not going to kid ourselves here. This is the best back end in hockey. No, I mean, you got the two you got the two best fantasy uh, defensemen in the league on your team. Uh, 75% of the game, either Carlson or Burns are going to be on the ice uh, pushing the offense, pressing play up the ice, not having the puck in their zone. Um, I watched their preseason game the other night. Carlson looks vintage Carlson. He looks the healthiest I've seen in a very long time, uh, which is great news for Shark fans. Um, so, you know, he'll be playing with Brendan Dillon. That was among the best pairings in all of hockey last year, analytically speaking. Uh, Vlasic, he'll be on his own line, um, you know. Which, by the looks of it, looks like he's going to be with the young Mario Ferraro, who you're very, you know, aware of. He was Kale McCarr's partner last year in UMass Amherst. Um, so he's a he's a top pairing guy, a young prospect who they've been very excited about. Who's at a great camp this year, and the other pairing is going to be Rep Burns and uh, Radim Simek who was a great tandem last year. Simic and Burns played great because one guy's more offensive, the other guy's more defensive. It, it's three great defensive pairings to mm. complement you know, the offense I already spoke about. And then, of course, the one glaring hole is, is the goaltending. Can Martin Jones improve upon his 896 save percentage? He, he, he had an 896 save percentage, and he started over 60 games, and, and they didn't address it. The GM's betting on him to just regroup and get his shit together. And, and I'm with him on that bet. I drafted him in, him in fantasy. I'm betting on the team in front of him. And boy, the San Jose boy. Sharks will make the playoffs yet again.
1: Boy, oh boy. You know, when, when I listen to you in this team, you sound like such a fan when, when you're going off on this crap that you're talking about. I do, Me, right? This San Jose Sharks team is uh, in, in many ways the biggest losers of the offseason. They they of yeah, all true. teams very they, true they got worse the most, and uh, and from a team I wasn't even high on to beginning of in the beginning of last year you lose your heart and soul captain, how do you replace that kind of talent that kind of character you don't you've got Logan uh, Couture. Logan
0: Couture is the heart and soul captain
1: uh, give me give me a sec he's my he's easily the the only guy
0: Logan Couture the... lost his chiclets and returned to the game in the playoffs. He's easily the only guy with redeeming qualities on this and team. And then he got hit in the crown jewels the next game and still I know, came back.
1: I know, I know. I like Logan Couture. I don't get me wrong. He's a great he's only he's the only reason this team will stay afloat this year. Uh, I think, and then so you lose your heart and soul. You've got Burns not getting any younger. Carlson not getting any younger. Broken Toast. You said he looks good, but it's preseason. We don't know. That could mean nothing. Uh, how long does he last through the year? Who knows? Uh, and then, you know, they've just got so many no names on this team. I can I, I can barely consider myself a hockey fan looking at these names because I just feel like I don't watch the sport. So that's not good.
0: Come on. So, the milk Joe, man. Melker Carlson. Yeah, I
1: don't like that guy. Yeah, I don't like him. Joe Thornton, how how the hell is this money guy still bank. playing? Money in the bank, Kevin LeBanc. Come on, how, he's not a first line player.
0: But he's how money the hell, in the bank.
1: How the hell is Joe Thornton still playing in this league? Joe Thornton had a great year last year. He is. It's, Joe it Joe Thornton was great. He's father time. I don't know how long he's gonna last. This team is like one injury away from just imploding <laughs> on themselves, and 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 picking Quinton Byfield three overall. Wow. <laughs> uh, I I think, and here's a hot take for you, if they were in any other division, no chance at playoffs. No chance at playoffs. And I think, oh, and playoff run last year? Yeah, that was all the referee and, and luck. So <laughs> put it aside. Uh, don't be surprised if Vancouver kicks these guys out to the curb and, and doesn't even say th- say sorry about it. Sorry, Sorry to the veterans there.
0: So I you're think, not surprised uh, if they miss.
1: No, I think uh, I could easily see the young speedsters in Vancouver uh, turntabling Joe Thornton six times a game and and making Logan Couture want out of San Jose. Wow. <laughs> why did Why did Eric Carlson resign? uh because he's comfortable. His his wife likes the weather. That's why. <laughs> don't you dare sign anywhere else. Like what the fuck? But, yeah,
0: but you don't. But you don't. You don't think he's gonna have a good year.
1: Uh, I think he'll have like How? just like
0: you can't say like this is the best defenseman in hockey. You can't no, just not. write them off. No, he's not. He's not the best. He's anymore. a prodigy. He's the past not the best. Decade. He's, he's been the prodigy defenseman in the NHL.
1: I know, but the decades is, the decade is over. The decade is done.
0: He still Hit. looks elite
1: out there. His bo- The book is closed. His time is finished.
0: So why would they sign him?
1: The sand has reached the bottom of the glass. I don't know. He's I don't know. Like I'm sure he'll have like a, a 65 plus point year, but uh, I don't know. It's not going to be worth much at the end of the day. I think Jones was a, was a bad bet. I really do. I think mm-hmm. that the obviously, like you said, Burns can't defend for horse, for horse shit.
0: He's gotten better. He's gotten okay, better. He showed yeah. me a lot in the playoffs. Last he time... showed me a lot in the playoffs.
1: Okay, yeah, that's
0: fine for you and to don't just forget, change your mind. Don't forget, key. Keen addition on the coaching staff bobby bugner brought over from florida he's going to be back at his defensive role as the assistant coach with this team he was Don't there care. two years ago he is going to make things easier for martin jones and Dell. Yeah, mark yeah. my words whatever whatever the scoring a... chances against will be cut down dramatically yeah 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 sounds de- you sound desperate here i'm not desperate i'm just You're... proving my case to you igno- ignorant <laughs> ignorant people like you
1: okay let's move on. We're, on we're we're getting up there
0: number two. second seed calgary flame wow um, a uh yeah i mean uh did they really add much in the offseason not really they're no. coming back with the same team and and to me this team was the weirdest team last year uh, they, they had the the amazing regular season blew everyone out of the way over a hundred points not even i saw them doing that well and then they got ousted in the first round like it was nothing in five games to your beloved Colorado Avalanche. Not surprised. It was the weirdest year ever. There was so much optimism and so much excitement. And then like their season just tragically ended like nothing. It was, it was just very odd the way it all ended. And uh, I think because of that, they're going to come back with some fire this year despite not making any additions. I mean, you still have the elite back end. Giordano, Brody, Hannafin, Hamanick. I mean, uh, that's a great top four. One of the best in the league, if you ask me. Part of the reason why I was happy to draft David Riddick, who, while I don't think is a above-average goaltender in the league, again, playing to my philosophy of betting on the team in front of the goalie, I think he's a good fantasy asset in that respect. So they'll insulate him and in Cammie Talbot. They'll make them look good. And then up front, I mean... Uh, You know, Goudreau and Monaghan will continue being Goudreau and Monaghan. Matthew Kachuk will continue being the most irritable pest on the entire roster. (laughs) Um, I mean, uh, you know, guys like Sam Bennett are still going to give it their all each and every shift on a third line. Uh, Milan Lucic, we'll see how he settles in. I, I for one, think his career is donezo, but, you know, Mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe he finds spark playing for a competitive team for once. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's all I'm going to get into on Calgary. They're just solid, 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 and they will be back in the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I got them here, too. Uh, not much to add there. Something about putting them at number two feels undeserved. This is a team I would have loved to knock down a notch from this spot, but I just couldn't because of what the, the, the kind of crap that was below them. Um, yeah, it's a wonderful top line. Wonderful. Uh, you saw the emergence of Elias Lindholm last year. We'll see if that can continue, but it looked pretty sustainable. Uh, solid forward depth, great D overall. Uh, Kachuk, there is a highlight for me. Uh, he, just behind Goudreau, I think he's the second most valuable forward ahead of Sean Monahan, just because of all the intangibles that he brings. Uh, third most valuable player on the team overall. Obviously, Giordano is a very important cog in the system there as well. Uh, In terms of their goaltending, I think uh, this is where they fall apart. One of the weaker tandems in the entire NHL. Uh, You have one guy who's unproven and one guy who is a proven loser. So, I mean... Ouch! That's bad. That's very bad. How could you you bet on that? Let's not get into it. But we know... I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they could either A, split starts... Or B, B, Riddick gets no more than fifty. No way is he getting more than fifty starts. And I don't even think like he's. He got a fair
0: share last year. You got a fair shake. Yeah, it doesn't matter.
1: They're they they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna put Talbot in a fair a fair amount. That veteran leadership. But yeah, not much to add here. Uh, they'll they'll putter along in this season and and take advantage of this weak division. They'll they'll toy with their opponents in this division, and then in the playoffs they'll get smacked around again. And I'm not even gonna if they're playing my favorite team. I'm I'm not gonna watch. Uh, so this that's it for for Calgary for me. They're not they're not interesting.
0: Not at all. Well, you're gonna have to watch. Hate to be the bearer of bad news, but they will be opening the season in Colorado thursday
1: night uh, okay uh
0: as a revenge match they'll get their first stab at the team that eliminated them last year so there you go they're gonna get mooked um we'll see we'll see oh i can't david wait. riddick david riddick's wait. debut on my fantasy team no they'll, they'll start colorado <laughs> they'll start talbot i uh, know it yeah uh Moving on, number one team, Vegas Golden Knights. uh, Arguably the best team in the league, if you ask me. I I, I think Mark Stone adds so much. I I still don't think people talk about it enough, how much he adds to a team. His try hard attitude is infectious. It rolls through the whole line. Uh, If he's trying hard, it makes the whole team try hard. And uh, you just see it on his face. He just wears it all the time. Uh, He's going to run their power play. He added a lot to their team in the playoffs. Clearly helped them in that San Jose series. Uh, we'll, uh, you know, it looks like he's going to be with Stads and Pacioretty. That'll help Pacioretty, you know, g- give him some, some spark in career out there. And, uh, and you know, the Marges Carlson, Smith will be great. So it's two amazing uh, second, uh, two top lines. Alex Tuck, who... And then, of course, you have the big bully. The, 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 the biggest bullies of the bunch. The biggest schmuck... Fourth line, Carrier, Reeves, and Nosek uh, will be on that fourth line there. So I love the way the forwards are built. Um, the D, of course, takes a step back, losing Colin Miller to Buffalo. Um, but you're still going to have, you know, Nate Schmidt, who, who who did so much for them when he came back from his suspension last year. You could tell. Um, Shea Theodore will be taking a, a lead spot on that top power play. He, he continues to grow into being one of the more better offensive defensemen in the league. Um, you know, Brady McDab, he'll be Brady McNabb. Derek Englund, he'll be Derek Englund. They'll be just fine on the back end. Nothing to worry about. And of course, and andre Fleury in the crease. As long as he stays healthy, remains one of the best goalies in the entire league.
1: Vegas Golden Knights. Grit. Character. Soul. This team has some of the most important characters in the league. Mark Stone is a is a a well known leader, well known great guy. marc Andre Fleury is by far the the brightest, most colorful goaltender in the league. And uh, I I Ryan Reeves like this team is it's got everything. I I'm not sure I'm sold on the defense. Like with with the loss of of uh, what did what did you say? Uh, who'd they lose again to? to Colin Buffalo? Miller. So but Buffalo takes Colin Miller. I, I'm not sure I love the D. I'm sure that's something they'll address in uh, in the trade deadline, but I think they're going to skip along in their regular season regardless. And I think Shea Theodore will evolve into a 50-point defenseman this year. Uh, and then, yeah, not much else to add. It, it's just it, it's a great character squad, and I think the top six is amongst the best in the league overall balance-wise. Reddy will find a nice home there. And uh, let's move right on to the central Because that, uh, that just about does it For the Pacific there
0: Okay um,
1: Boy this is a loaded yeah. division I think this is a very good division
0: It's the best division in hockey All around I mean you can make the argument The worst team in this division Is a top 20 team in the league So none of these teams are in the bottom 10 in the, Which oh, I don't think yeah. you can say about any other division yeah. Um which is pretty amazing. I, yeah. I think the top end of the Atlantic is still the best teams in hockey, but I yeah. think all in all these seven are the most well built all-around teams. But it's it, it was tough. It was these rankings were very tough, but I'll I'll move on nonetheless here. Yeah. My number th- my number seven ranked team, <sighs> and this may surprise some. Oh boy. The Chicago Blackhawks. Ah, uh, you can't. They're the seventh-ranked best team. in the the last place team, and they're not a bad team. They are just they just happen to be last here because how strong this division is. That's and uh, to me, I put them last because they, they seem the most spotty on defense. They really have not improved in any respect there. Um, you're still relying on an aging Duncan Keith to lead your team. Uh, we saw when the young Jeremy Colleton came in there. I mean, they just gave up goals like a flurry. No, no goaltending could help them, and uh I just I am not high on on this defense in in, in the slightest. I I think they're going to be a fun run and gun offensive team the whole year, with Kane and Taves obviously leading the way, and then and, and the Alex Debrinkat, who's grown into his role as a as a forty goal scorer, will lead his line you know, along with Dylan Strome, but uh you know. The goaltending will only do so much. I know Robin Leonard was great last year, but I think his numbers are going to plummet. Mark my words, one of the biggest (laughs) fantasy busts will be Robin Leonard this year. Holy shit. Do not invest in this tandem. Holy shit. You will pay investing in this tandem. Oh, wow. Um so you know I'm not a big fan of this team Eric Gustafson we'll see if he can repeat upon his breakout last year I acquired him as a free agent pickup up worked out for me but I don't know if he'll be able to repeat that this year um he put up a bunch of points last year over 50 if I remember correctly so crazy Um, um yeah yeah so there's potential I don't know here where. and and the, the kids are coming they're slowly building up their system and that will help you know insulate Kane and Taves as they age. Uh you know the youngest being Alex Nelander who looks like he's going to break into the lineup day one. But uh other than that, I mean that's why I have them last. To me the defense looks too spotty when you got, you know, Brent Seabrook and Dunk and Keith still is your is your one two punch.
1: Ooh, okay. Okay, I see. Now like I'm sure you looked up and down the roster and you felt bad putting them in last place. Did you not?
0: Uh, no, I didn't because this 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 this
1: division is excellent, Kyle. It's excellent. No, I know, but they should. It's not a last place roster.
0: It's in not. A, I just said division. This, they're not going to be a bottom ten team in the league when no. when all said and done. Exactly. Every one of these teams is going to be nineteenth best or, or better.
1: And that's how. That's exactly how I felt with my last place team. I didn't like doing this because I I I don't mind the roster, but it's the Minnesota Wild. And I know you won't like this because it's another one of your goalies I'm about to bag mm. on. <laughs> There's a theme. There's a theme. So I, it's a strong division, and I don't think they'd be last in any other division, not by a long shot. I think it's a pretty great defense, especially getting Dumba back. I think that'll be huge for them. Uh, Ryan Suter is older, uh, slower. He's, he's, he's starting to lose a step a little bit, but he can still be very effective. I like Spurgeon as a top four defender as well, and and Brodeen is no slouch either. Uh, The goalie, I see Dubnik as a slightly below average goaltender in a a not terrible situation there. Uh, And the forwards, I don't really like. That's where things fall apart for me. I don't think they're going to be scoring a lot of goals. I don't think they're going to be letting in too, too many goals here. A lot of losing games uh, by a close margin for me here. Uh, their their forwards aren't great. They're really old. They lack speed. Uh, they their GM just seems to be fixed on this mindset of of big and strong, you know. And so they they've moved guys out like uh, Mikael Granlund. That that well, he's PM. the new
0: he, the new GM. They brought in the new GM, right? Oh, a new guy, eh? Well, they fired the Fenton and they brought in uh, another guy. So they made a big mistake.
1: They made a big mistake. What do you mean? this this team is not headed in the right direction whatsoever
0: all right i'll get into them when i get it
1: not whatsoever uh and i think they're just going to get outpaced especially but playing in this division this team why i have them at the bottom is that they're going to get outskated up front uh they they just they won't be able to keep up and uh they they just they won't be able to attack other teams with speed and with uh with, with poise and and tact I know they've got a lot of veterans, but they're all pretty darn old veterans. So um, that's why I have them. I don't like having them at the back. Trust me, I don't mind this roster whatsoever. But uh, I was too um, too in love with Chicago when I when I looked at their at their stuff. So I got Minnesota last.
0: Okay, moving on, and I'll let the hate keep rolling on as I continue through my list here. <laughs> vision. Missing the playoffs the Winnipeg Jets. No, you can't do that. I got Winnipeg at six. I got Winnipeg at six. No. Uh, And here's why. You can't. Uh, They've gone into total disarray. Uh, What has happened? I I seemingly went to bed woke up the following morning and this stout defense core with so much of that offense coming from this amazing elite back end is is gone. Sliced. Neil Piong is a top two defenseman. Uh, how does that happen? A fringe defenseman on the Rangers, one of the worst team in the league, is now being asked to be a top two defender on on this Winnipeg team. It boggles my mind. Nathan Beaulieu, who was a scratch in Montreal, a, a, a beating boy, who the fan base just beat <sighs> up on there, will be leading a top four defense. Sammy Niku, who's he? <laughs> Tucker Pullman. Who's he? Kulikov continues to be one of the worst defensemen in the league, analytically speaking from what I read. This is bad. You you lose Truba, You lose, you know, Bufflin, who looks like he's gone. You lose Myers. You lose Sherratt. What the hell happened? (laughs) Wow. That's all I'm going to say. I don't even want to talk about this team anymore. What the hell happened?
1: Wow yeah I me, mean, yeah, maybe I, I changed my mind. San Jose, the biggest losers to to Winnipeg. i I forgot. I
0: forgot. There you go. You stand corrected. Okay.
1: I'll get into them as well in just a sec. Um, <clears throat> what about, we're on six, right? Yes, sir. Six, I have Chicago Blackhawks. Uh, I think this team is uh it feels much improved from last year. Uh, I I really do love their top six. Needless to say, Ryan uh, Dylan Strome has cemented himself as a trusty number two. When he came over from Arizona, he put up about a point per game. Now having Taves and Strome is a fantastic one-two center punch. Uh, DeBrincat, legit 40 goal guy, he's he's there to stay. I think he can he can repeat that kind of performance. Uh, Andrew Shaw comes in to bring that little sandpaper energy. You know, every every team needs a little bit of grit, a little bit of uh, you know. I I can do everything, work in the corners, that kind of thing. I love that ad for them. Uh, I loved him in Montreal. This there, and of course he's been there before. He knows the guys. I think this is a a great move for them. Uh, defense is definitely a weaker point, uh, but I do like the the addition of Oli Mata. Followed him closely in Pittsburgh, a highly touted guy, never quite lived up to his uh, his potential. But uh, a solid guy, you know, top four for sure. I, I don't mind you putting him as a top four. Uh, now, if you add, I mean, I don't, I think Duncan Keith is still serviceable. Can't say the same for, for Brent Seabrook. But if you've got uh, Gustafson, Keith and, and Mata, I don't think you're all too too bad. It's not great, but it's not horrible. And then you have Calvin DeHaan as a depth defender, not too bad. And then you've got Adam Boakvist, who's on the way. Uh, he's not going to be ready quite yet he's going to be in the ahl this year but this is a guy who can legitimately take over that top power play in in the very near future so that's great he'll be he'll be cooking up and uh, obviously we saw gustafson breakout last year i don't know where the hell this guy came from i had never even heard his name i just saw him th- scrolling through fantasy you know i was on the draft mock and i was like who the fuck is this guy how the hell did he get all those points so that's a good guy to have. He can move the puck. That's that's pretty clear. And uh, while this tandem is a little bit uh, eerie to my friend Nick over here, I think we, uh, we can all agree that this is a far better goalie tandem than we saw last year. Obviously Crawford's got some in- injury concerns, but I think Crawford's a really good goalie. And then when he does get injured inevitably, which he probably will, uh, then you have Leonard who proved that he's a decent guy who can just kind of clean things up. And if they want to split 50-50, split them 50-50. I don't think they're going to put up, you know, 920s or anything, but it's going to be cleaner than last year. I can tell you that for free. Uh, So I think that uh, overall, this team looks just a little bit, a lot more positive than last year. I don't think they're going to be a a defensive mess like they were in the previous season.
0: All right. Well, we'll see who's right in that respect, but we can both agree they're not a playoff team. It's a tough division, as we got into, so... Uh, yeah, moving on, the fifth seed um, ahead of Winnipeg and Chicago, the Minnesota Wild. Huh. I have as my fifth seed, and, th- and here's my biggest take of the whole show, and it's two-pronged. Uh, two things to get into, and these are both from The Athletic, so bear with me here. I'll uh, try. Michael Russo, the esteemed writer, beat writer of the Minnesota Wild. He put out a great piece around the middle of August. It kind of got lost in, in the summer news highlights. It was a inside, like a inside the locker room, kind of a deep dive into what went on last year with this GM, this Paul Fenton, and, and his slow, gradual demise and fall from, from grace. And uh, it it was a great article that basically went on. It was unfiltered. It it went into everything that happened last year and why this team ultimately didn't make the playoffs. Uh, I'll just share some little details with you, Kyle. Um, He would do things like in the middle of the season for three weeks, he straight up went off to Florida, his home in Florida, and just chilled there for three weeks. This this is the GM of the wild. Um, He hired his son. Is their chief amateur scout who had no resume whatsoever. Yeah. Uh would seat him. Like when he saw the way the seats were assigned at the draft table, he rearranged them secretly so his son would sit farther away from the owner who who they didn't get along. Like little things like this. He he hijacked the airplane on a team flight back um when when it was released that when, when it was leaked that they had made a trade which he didn't want to get leaked that early he hijacked the plane and started interrogating people demanding what to know fuck? who made the leaks like this was oh toxic God. this was like uh uh harassment in the workplace by the sounds of it and and it autom- it ultimately costed his job and uh my first the first prong of my theory of why i think they're the fifth seed here is with this toxicity out of the organization, uh, they will finally be able to their, take their problems off the ice and throw them out the trash and just worry about their performance on the ice. And uh, the next part of my theory is, with respect to their play on the ice, and this comes from Dom Chichen who's been doing these, these great previews on The Athletic, um, he, he, he says, this is an elite defensive team, one that deserves more breaks than it got last season. While Minnesota has plenty of holes, specifically on offense, that limits the team's upside, the Wild should be in the thick of the playoff race this season. That is, unless they're undone by goaltending once again. In in Minnesota, that sword is double-edged, as its insistence on winning low-scoring games is undermined by a goaltender prone to allow goals at an average goalie would not. He mitigates much of the effect that the exceptional defense musters and is the biggest reason their last year's best expected goals against ranked 11th in actual goals against. If you squint hard enough, you can see a team that can surprise. Defense is an underappreciated commodity, and no one does it better than the Wild. If the offense is even fine, the Wild should be in a good position. Now, if you squint even harder and see a puck fly past Dubnik that had no business doing so. <laughs> Goaltending remains the team's biggest problem, and until that problem is addressed, the Wild are stuck here in no man's land. Last year was likely the team's floor. While much of this preview was laced with optimism, that was mostly due to the contrary opinion surrounding this team. Um, so, yeah, I mean, need, needless to say, he basically went on about how this is, you know, the, the best defensive team in hockey which if you look at advanced analytics, they, they are. When you look at their scoring chances against, high danger scoring chances against, um, th- this is an elite defensive team that is built to win 2-1, 3-2 games, something I adore. Um, God. And, and, and 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 let's face it, this team faced a lot of tough injuries last year. Matt Dumba on the back end, who's one of your elite offensive producers, um, he, uh, he he's, he's going to be back and healthy. That'll help them. Mika Koivu, who players have gone on the record and said he's the biggest uh, you know bitch to play against with his defensive, you know, pedigree uh, as as a, as a checking forward. So I think having them healthy for two for the whole season will really help them. Um, I, I really like the youth movement that's been going on there. You know, I, I think Ryan Donato was really good when he was acquired. He really slotted in well there and and, and performed, and I'm and I'm curious to see what he'll do. Over an 82 game span, of course, power forwards like Jordan Greenway are only getting you know better and 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 building their arsenal. So I, I'm encouraged by by factors like that. Um, you know, Kevin Fiala, he'll have a whole year under his belt to prove himself in that much disputed trade with Nashville that sent him over to Minnesota in exchange for uh, for Grandland And of course, you sign Matt Zuccarello, who only helped Dallas last year, so I think he's only going to help Minnesota again, like he's going to a team that's offensively challenged, he seemed to invigorate that Dallas team and insert right into their top six very well. Um, I I think he's going to be just fine. Um, So yeah, I mean, like like Dom says here, another quote, if Dumba returns from a ghastly injury and turns into a 25 or even 30 goal scorer he vows to be, if Dubnik can provide some consistency in net and eliminate the bad goals, or the bad month or two he often seemed to have, the Wild can surprise a lot of naysayers and Bruce Boudreaux and Dom will have the last laugh at this team. <sighs> oh, oh, oh. So there you go.
1: That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Here's my theory. The fact that your goaltending is built off so many ifs, ands, or mm-hmm. buts yeah. is like fun, so
0: gamble. I don't know what... It's I don't fun. Know.
1: It's not fun. It's, that's, it... that,
0: that's my fantasy team. Um, it's built off of bad goalies who play behind elite defensive teams
1: that's what we forgot to get into is was our draft which i guess we'll do next well we will get
0: into that next episode i mean we only got so much time but that's my foreshadow i i my philosophy is i'll repeat it once again i bet on the team and and not the goalie goalies are all they're in the nhl you're a good goalie you can stop a piece of rubber flying at you okay it's the team in front of you that that matters to me well
1: Dom doesn't seem to agree. He seems to think that this one goalie screwed everything up last he year. He
0: does. He he thinks if they actually went out and got a good goalie, they'd be elite. So what but, if but they I'm actually? Be, I'm do betting that, on him turning around his game. What Kyle, this is another super stat. This is a super stat since 2014 <laughs> or, or 2016, since he was acquired by the Wild. Dupnik has started the most games in the entire league. And he's, and he's top 10 in goals against save percentage and wins well that's gonna change that has been changing well he's still the big starting goalie <laughs> and and the backup's not knocking on his door alright well
1: we'll see what happens I, th- I think his, his his days are numbered his days are numbered so what are we on here five five okay. holy shit okay quickly Winnipeg Jets, the team got sliced you lose Bufflin Truba, Schrott Hayes, Myers. that's pretty darn bad. It seems like there's no loyalty for the Winnipeg Jets anymore like it just seems like anytime any player can get uh, their excuse to get out of there, they take it. their center depth is still the weakness. Brian Little doesn't cut it for me at number two. Uh, the defense is a <laughs> it's a shadow of its former glory. You're looking at Josh Morrissey as the crown jewel back there. Pray to God that he has a career year. Um, Hellebuck is good, but he's hard to read. You don't know what kind of Hellebuck you're getting. He he was a Vesna candidate not too long ago. Uh, or did he win the Vesna? Eh, one of the two. Doesn't matter. But uh, And then you have this guy, Patrick Laine, entitled Prick, uh, and he had those comments right before he signed his his contract, and it, it kind of changed my whole perspective of this guy. So I want to quick, quickly ask you a question on this guy right after. But uh, the reason I have him here is because uh, you just got too much firepower in the top six. I still have a lot of trust in the leadership group of Scheifele and Wheeler, and I think that uh, Kyle Connor's awesome. Ehlers is great. Liney will score you some goals. Uh, And that's simply the only reason I have him here. But uh, playoffs, don't think so. Not sure. Uh, Wow. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But uh, I want to ask you the question, Nick, uh, was just real quick because we don't have too much time. Did the Patrick Laine comments rub you the wrong way? And do you see this guy in a different light than you did before?
0: Oh, I I never view him in a positive light character-wise he he always he seemingly always has bad body language um you know is never really you know that good with the media um i i've never liked him i i got that impression in that very first interview he did when it was him and in matthews going head to head to see who would be the first overall pick in the draft um he just seemed to have this attitude that rubbed me the wrong way and i was not surprised in the slightest to hear those comments especially when he was you know off that top pairing with uh you know off the the triplet line with with Kyle Connor, Wheeler and Shifley. You know he wants that Kyle Connor spot on the roster, but i just don't think Paul Maurice is going to give it to him. i think yeah. Kyle Connor plays too well with those two, don't you don't you? I do. Compliments them very well. And yeah. what, what is sw- earned him a 7 year $7 million deal.
1: Yeah what a spoiled brat though like what a piece of shit throwing his teammates Mm -hmm. under the bus like why don't you take some ownership and Mm -hmm. uh if you don't think you're you're getting enough like how could you blame your success on oh obviously if i was playing with the better players i'd be way i'd be my numbers would be way better why don't you take some ownership and fucking try to make the second line into something like what you can't run a line like, well, what, what this guy's just, he's such a prick and it makes me, it makes me not want to cheer for Winnipeg anymore. Hmm. Uh, and if I were a GM, I wouldn't touch this guy, honestly, for even for a great deal. I don't want this guy on my team. Like There's talks about him going to Montreal. I would have, I would have been a little bit upset, but uh, this guy, you know, he goes against everything we enjoy in a, in a hockey player. So let's uh, just, I, I don't like this guy. So. It um, hey, well, almost
0: I, makes you like try to think how he gets along with those high characters, Shifley and wheelers, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. I can't imagine. I can't, I, I, I bet wonder he just how they get along.
0: I'd love to be a fly on the wall for conversations in the breakfast room when, when they're catching up the, the morning after a game.
1: Yeah. And, and can you please remind me, I, I want to touch on the Matthews thing at the end. Cause I, I got um, a few things to say oh, about that too. Sure. Sure. Okay. Let's move on to the next team.
0: Here. Okay. Uh, we're into the top four in this in this great division
1: needless to say these four teams will be guaranteed playoff teams i think yeah is that, that's yeah, safe to yeah, say i think so
0: i think so uh the fourth seed the colorado avalanche um hey 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 no no this is wrong I, that should be enough this is and, wrong. Uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, as the listeners know, I was a converter last year, took all of fifteen, twenty games. That's when Pierre Maguire and I jumped aboard the bandwagon and started going for this team. Um, I loved what I saw out of the top line. They were must-watch hockey. Pierre even went out and said he could see them in the cup final against Tampa. Um, so, you know, the top line is going to continue being the top line here. Um, it it, it 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 it's it's arguably the best line in hockey next to the Pasternak Bergeron marshawn line in Boston, um, and of course you get Nazem Kadri who will be a better you know center than uh, Kerfoot. I mean he's going to be able hmm. to drive a line. I've always believed in Naz when he's gone on the ice time in Toronto he's always been an over 60, 65 point guy who can easily score thirty goals. Hopefully he invigorates guys like Tyson Yost who need to show themselves. And and Valerie Nakushkin is yet to, you know, break out and what man, many pundits are saying will be a good career. Um Andre Burkovsky from what I hear, was a great acquisition. A lot of people are high on that one. Um my concern here and why I have him fourth is the back end. Yes, you have Kale McCarr, who I've converted to, and, and I love Kale. Give me some Kale all day, every day. But uh, that. you know, t- to me, I don't know. I, I just feel insecure about him. Having a, a, a top line role at such a young age, uh, him and Sammy Girard, they're, they're two explosive defensemen who you know aren't exactly known to be stoppers on the back end. So you know for your top four to be Makar, Girard, Zadorov, and Johnson, I I don't think that top four compares. I think it in fact pales to com- in comparison to St. Louis and Nashville's defense, which, which are just so stout. So uh, you know when you look at it that way and you look at a goalie who's yet to prove himself over a whole 82-game track record, um, ultimately, that, that's a team that's fourth place for me. Wow.
1: There's so many wrong things that you said.
0: Well, so go many. on.
1: Well, when do you want me to get into it? Now or later?
0: I just did my take. Oh, okay, fine. Go ahead. Well, I, Because I, I,
1: I have them much later.
0: Much All later. right, you keep going then. <laughs> you keep trucking on. Forget what I said.
1: Okay, number four. I'm not going to forget ever what you said.
0: Ever. You hurt my feelings.
1: It's ridiculous the takes you have, and I got a lot to say about it. Doesn't (laughs) matter. Dallas, number four. I love Dallas. I don't love Dallas. I I like their roster. Uh, Love the defense. Love the goalies. Could be the best tandem in the NHL. Uh, Love the top players. That is Ben, Sagan, Pavelski, Radulov, and company. Uh, still I don't like the forward depth that's what had us shitting on this team in the playoff preview if you remember who is Rupert Hintz uh, that kind of thing now I think Hints is he's great yeah he's not a but he's not a bad player that uh, that's has settled itself but the rest of them there's still some suspect names on that forward depth there so that's the one weakness for me and that's what has them uh, fourth out of this big four so to speak and I think it's safe to say these are the big four in the central now. Uh, f- weird year for Ben last year. Super weird. Uh, such a bad year that he was going later than guys like, uh, you know, Jake Gensel. And guys like this. I mean, Gensel had a great year, but wow. Uh, I, I, I got to think Ben's going to bounce back up to 70 plus. I hear, I hear he's been working on his, his speed, his quickness over the summer in Dallas uh Pavelski wow you, you add a lot of character you add a, a new level of scoring like you said he tips a lot of pucks and uh you know that that's good to add that layer he's going to be a net front on the power play that's wonderful and the uh, last point there is Miro the hero Miro Heiskinen, one of the top young defenders premier young defenders uh future Norris candidate a little bit buried right now behind Klingberg but I think you'll notice that he might sneak on to some important power play minutes in the near future and uh, even if he doesn't I think this guy is pretty safe at 40 plus points he's just so darn good he went ahead of Kale McCart in the draft uh, and I think Dallas is perfectly fine with that this guy is a talented talented guy so uh, Dallas this could change but I have him at four and uh, they're they're pretty good
0: The Dallas Stars came within a goal of winning the Stanley Cup last year.
1: No, no, they didn't.
0: Yeah. No. They forced they forced St. Louis into a double overtime in Game Seven, and lost off a off a hometown hero, Patty Maroon overtime winner. Yeah, but they if would they never. If they score, if they score in that, that overtime, the the script is: Bennington is no longer a star. St. Louis doesn't have their one playoff championship they've been waiting to have for. Ryan O'Reilly isn't this this amazing trophy winner who seemingly wins all these trophies. Isn't that something? Yeah. One goal, inches, inches. Yeah. There were tons of opportunities. Dallas could have won that game. It's crazy. Um, so they're a great team. That's why I have them third ahead of the Avalanche. Um, crazy. That's even crazy to me. To me, they didn't win the off season. Uh, that goes to Florida and Rangers, who made more you know, acquisitions as far as quantity. But as, if there's one acquisition that defined the offseason, if there was one winning acquisition, it was the Joe Pavelski acquisition. And I'll tell you why. This was a team that basically was predicated on scoring on the top power play and scoring on the top unit, riding the Radulov, then Sagan unit. And not really having much else, like like a Jason Dickinson's your second line. He's on your second line. Like, the, the, basically, their mentality was: you guys score all the goals, and the other guys will check really hard and just not let any scoring chances. And and Big Ben Bishop will just keep us in games. And and that was the mentality they had. But now with Pavelski opens things up dramatically you can drop one of those two uh, one of those guys off the top uh, uh, the top 3 down to the second line and, f- and form kind of two duos Pavelski and one of them like a Pavelski and Ben and then a, a Sagan Rajalov Pavelski of course will take up that that spot in front of the goalie on the tap power play making their their power play a lot more potent i expect that'll be one of the best in the league um, Jim Montgomery. He brought a lot of defensive structure to this team last year. They went from being one of the worst defensive teams to being an elite defensive team last year. That that can't be talked about more. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, as long their defense, it doesn't have too many household names. I know you got Heiskanen and Klingberg and moppers like Esselundel and and Julius Honkas of the world. But mm. but the coaching is going to get their defense to be just fine. Pafelcy is going to add on their forward depth. And, and the goaltending is going to be arguably the league's best. I mean, Kudobin has proven to be one of the best backups in the league. I highly recommend you spot start him whenever you get the chance throughout the season. You won't regret it. And these two, this tandem will put up probably the best goals against average yet again in the entire league. So they're sound. They're sound all the way down. They have an expectation to win the cup this year. That's their expectation after the heartbreak of last year. And I think they're going to come third in this division. <clears throat> not bad. Not bad. Third.
1: <clears throat> St. Louis Blues. Ouch. What do you mean? You got a goalie on. You got to be biased a little bit. You got the goalie <sighs> on your team. No biases here, Nick. No biases. No biases. here. Zero. So, uh, okay. yeah, not not much to say here because they're largely the same team as last year. Now, that says a lot because they won the cup. Not uh Not to forget that, but, uh, you know, I don't think this team, I don't see them as regular season darlings by any means. I think they're made up of characters that can really perform in the playoffs. I don't see them as, you know, um, a championship regular season team, if you can can catch my drift there. I think they're still fantastic, but, uh, you know, not quite the dynamic uh, speed and skill that some of these other teams have uh binnington will emerge as a vesna candidate this year 100
0: percent. that's bias that's bias. i'm pointing the bias <laughs> card right now
1: yes he will no he's, bias my ass he, he's young binny and now he's all grown up and uh he's got a great defense in front of him and i think he's now tasted what success is like and he'll he'll uh he'll be able to just as pierre says he'll be able to just stop pucks left, right and center this this coming year. So, that's great news for guys like me and guys like uh like Nick who likes spinnington. And uh awesome forward depth, awesome D, nothing left to say about this team. They're kind of the same team as last year, which is great for them.
0: The number 2 seed, the Nashville Predators. Oh my. Um they uh they added their their country boy. The, the Matt Duchesne, the the guitar playing string stringing fuck boy Matt Duchesne. <laughs> come uh, on man. he's he's finally found home in Nashville the worst kept secret in the league that's where he was headed all this time and uh you know he's going to he's going to help this team a lot because you're not going to ask a lot of Ryan Johansson who I think his play has only deteriorated over the last few years adds much anymore. He's really reclined. It's a great talking point from his days in in Columbus when he was this high-flying centerman. Um, But, you know, between Duchesne and Johansson, that's a great one, too. It's good. It's not among the best in the league, but it's serviceable. It's going to be just fine. And then you can always have Turris as your three, or you can put him on the wing on one of the top two pairs. Um, And then, you know, Granlund was a great acquisition. I will admit, as a guy who's rooting for the Wild this year, uh, they lost that deal. And, and oh, yeah. Paul Fenton, uh, he was a fool for, for making that trade. And I think Granlin's going to thrive there in, in Nashville, playing alongside Matt Duchesne. And, uh, you know, fill the thrill. He'll only continue, you know, to put up goals. He's, he's been fairly consistent when healthy. I know Kyle's got him on his fantasy team. You got to watch his health because he's had a hard uh... time putting together full seasons the last few years. Um, You know, Victor Arvidsson, um, the undersized fellow, he can put up pucks in the net at an elite clip. Um, and, and, you know, there's just depth all the way down. Line center, Colton Sissons on your third line. Uh, it, it, you know, the Rocco Grimaldi, who had a great playoffs. He'll be there providing depth scoring. And then on the top four, I don't think you're going to lose too much losing Subban because you got the young kid, Dante Fabro, uh, who's a highly tauted prospect in their system. Uh, he's going to slot in right there with Matthias Eckholm on the second unit. Uh, the, the super stud, Roman Yossi. On that top oh. line with Ryan Ellis, um, yeah, super stud, man, rocket. Call him whatever you want. He'll be on the top <laughs> unit um, alongside Ryan Ellis, and um, yeah, it's a it's it's a great team all around. Depth, depth, depth. That's the word to to, to summarize this team. They've they've done a great job building here. Kudos to their uh, to their GM and uh, the goaltending. I mean that that only shows you depth yet again uh reno mm. should, he should lose some starts as he does every other year loses but uc Aros, uh uc Saros has shown to be more than capable uh filling in and again one of those guys you just got to pick up when he spots starting on a given night because he's going to give you uh great numbers as he does every year so uh, with dallas they'll be one of the better defensive teams in the league um and uh yeah very high on this nashville team Again, the question will remain, can they do stuff in the playoffs? Because they always have a great regular season. It's in the playoffs, their, their play always drops. So, we'll see what happens this year. <clears throat> number two, Nashville. This team
1: is just so easy to love now. Uh, gone are the days when you had to rely on shitty Kyle Turris as your number two center. Like, like... The team was good back then, but you know, as tourists in the number two hole, you just weren't going to be a great team. You weren't going to push that barrier. Uh, I think Duchesne will do so, so, so much for that top six. You finally inject some pure skill that that top six really needed. Outside of Philip Forsberg, you got some pretty good skilled guys, but you you needed a little bit more to kind of match what the rest of the team was bringing. Um... I think that uh, after the power play struggled a little bit last year, you're going to have a wonderful first unit there with, with uh, obviously adding Duchesne. You've got a gunner in Philip Forsberg. Yossi will be quarterbacking that without the, the annoying nuisance PK Subban trying to cut in on those minutes. I think now you can just focus on Roman Yossi being the, being the number one guy. I think that's uh, you take away a distraction there uh, the defense is still sick. Like you said, plug in Fabro, call it a day. You're not going to miss this P.K. Suban guy too much because this guy can just kind of uh, lessen that blow by a, by quite a lot. Uh, now, will Rene give up a little bit of the throne here? Doesn't really matter because both these guys can get it done. This is a really good tandem. Um, Yossi, we, all, we talked about him a lot. He's on a contract year. I expect nothing but pure excellence from this guy. We're talking about per potentially career numbers coming up in this season that's kind of what i'm seeing just based on the talent that they now have in and around that uh, that unit and just looking at what people are saying about how the top power plays performing on uh you know preseason and in practice it looks like they're really getting a system down they're really getting their marks and uh, i expect big things from this team very big i think easily this team could lead this division that's uh that's quite fathomable for sure i just uh i just think they're not quite as good as the number one
0: guys and speaking of those number one guys the st louis blues <laughs> uh, again i will tap myself on the shoulder i called it the stanley cup winners last year my team how um, did you call that it? you know ship has sailed that storyline is over i'm moving on um and uh I mean, again, this is the most elite team in the league. Uh, they're the defending champs for a reason, and you got to respect them. And that's why you have to put them first place in this in this division. This this team was last place in January, brought in Craig Berube, and in that short four-month span, he simply turned around this franchise. And 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 got them into the playoff race, and and I think under a whole year with Baruby, I think that you know seven months with this Craig Baruby fellow behind the bench, you're going to have that head start. You're not going to have Mike Yo, you know, dragging this team down to the ground from day one. You're going to have <laughs> Craig Baruby, a motivated Craig Baruby, motivating his troops from day one, and they're going to put up an elite record. And you're not going to have Jake Allen being that you know weight. That empty weight as well, just fucking bring them down either. you're gonna have Bennington from their day one, a competent goalie, finally, they have that guy there and 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 the rest will be history. This team will be elite they they I'd bet my life on them making the playoffs um <laughs> there will be no they will be no hangover um you know the 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 top line Shen tarasenko Schwartz, one of the best top lines in the league, no. Ryan O'Reilly has found a home in St. Louis. Won all those awards. Has proven to be a, a top top player in the league. Um, uh, the the defense. Colton Parako is the best defenseman in the NHL. He's the what best. What is wrong with you? He's the best defensive defenseman in the NHL. Colton no, he's Pareko, not. Mark my words. You'll see when you watch this team, Kyle, because you you have the privilege of owning Young Bennington this year. He is elite. Petrangelo is still there. He's not going anywhere, at least for another year. We'll see what happens this coming offseason, which might be tumultuous if he doesn't resign. Vince Dunn will be quarterbacking that power play. He's an elite puck mover. Uh, he will be you know, racing the puck up the zone whenever he's got it. Um, Robert Bertuzzo will be a fighter on the back end. He'll be fighting guys in practice, making sure they're motivated to keep playing. Um, and, of course, Bomeester and Gunnarsson round out the, the best defense in the NHL. Um, nothing else can be said. Uh, it's it's an elite team, and I'm glad you're going to get to watch them on a, on a more healthy basis this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's putting it one way. No, I'm not saying I'm going to watch them. I'm just saying I'm just going to kind of cheer. always got to watch.
0: When you own the goalie, you got to watch the team. That's how it works.
1: Yeah, it depends on, you know, late in the week I need a win kind of thing. Then maybe I'll watch. But, you know, this is fitting because your team, your your favorite team is at number one. My favorite team is at number one on my end here. Of course they are. Of course they are. Uh, first, I want to start off by saying Miko Rantanen. Thank you for signing the paper. $9.25 million over six years. That's a friendly deal. That's not too bad. Well-deserved money, and he didn't break the bank for the Colorado Avalanche, so that's great. The top line is back in business, and we've got the best NHL line in hockey. Screw... Tarasenko Jordan Schmaltz and uh and whatever the hell the first guy's name is um now with this Colorado Avalanche team what is not to like after an amazing offseason it seemingly seems as if they've addressed any potential weakness that they've got and I know I know you pointed out a few more and I'll I'll touch on that the addition of Nazem Kadri adds some much-needed depth and, most importantly, grit to this top six. Burakovsky adds a little bit of skill as well. Uh, Jost is another year older. So all of a sudden, the main knock against this team last year was, oh yeah, they don't have the depth outside of the first line. That has changed in a big hurry, especially if Burakovsky can morph into a guy that a lot of people have been saying for years is... A, is could be a really talented player uh Kadri, obviously we already know what he's all about he's a 30 goal guy uh on his best years and could put up 65 plus po- plus points and it looks to me right now that he's gonna get that bumper spot that net front presence on one of the most lethal power play units so that guy is a seriously good guy to own right now uh, and that's a step up from uh from Soderberg or whoever was in that net front before uh, all of a sudden, again, you've got a wicked fourth line. Uh, you add Belmore, Belmar to that fourth line, which adds an element that uh, the Colorado Avalanche haven't had in a long time. You've got Calvert, Belmar, Wilson. All of a sudden, it's a line of tough checking junkyard dogs that can chip in a goal once in a while. Like, that is an unbelievable asset. Uh, don't get me going on the defense. And I'm not even talking about the brand name guys, but you've got Connor Timmins, who was your best defenseman in camp and preseason, who is going to be starting in the AHL, just waiting in the wings. This guy, plug him into the top, the bottom pairing, plug this guy into the bottom pairing. This guy is a top four defender. Easily. Why did he make the team? because it, there's just no room nick there who are you gonna kick there's out? no
0: room because he's not good
1: enough no he he could he's easily could make the bottom pairing but why is he why not would ahead they, of cali rosen why would they want him to play low minutes right now he's a young player so they're how ha- they're gonna have him play top pairing until god forbid something happens injury wise but you've got a guy who's a top four uh, nhl defenseman ready to plug right in and this guy if you remember correctly when him and mccarr were in the world juniors Connor Timmins was the guy earning best defenseman on Team Canada that year. This guy is a legit, unbelievable defenseman, and they don't even have room for him. Um, Callie Rosen, the 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 Avalanche guys, the pundits have been raving about this guy. Who is this guy? Where did he come from? He's had a shockingly good camp. He's going to be on your bottom pairing. No problems there. Uh, and I know you talked about how McCarr and Gerard aren't aren't necessarily stoppers but Nick th- these two guys are two of the top maybe five defensemen in the league no exaggeration at moving the puck out of the zone at the most efficient way possible I'm when I'm watching these games and by all means put them together Gerard McCarr. this the puck literally does not stay in their zone not for any amount of time more than it absolutely has to these guys there it's right up the ice if it's not with a pass they're so good at skating I know you saw that Gerard Spinarama the other day they're so good at skating they make room that way and then either they skate it out or it's or it's on the tape so I'm not worried about uh, any defensive liabilities there sure they're gonna get outworked every so often just pure strength on strength but I'm not worried about that grubauer is the number one goaltender he proved that late last year they don't make the playoffs they do not make the playoffs if grubauer doesn't put up like a 940 in the last like 20 games this guy was unbelievable uh he's been you know biding his time paying his dues for freaking years he's been a he's got like a career 920 unbelievable backup in his career he's ready this is a major cup contender and right now it's Kale McCars season and I cannot wait for this thing to get going. The jersey is ordered. The jersey is shipped just yesterday. And wow. uh it's uh it's the third alternates, so I'm fired up, I'm ready. This team is going all the way.
0: All the way is it winning the cup? They are my cup team. Wow. What a what a what <clears throat> announcement. What, to no one's surprise <laughs> the, the rose colored glasses are on and no oh, what we have to do is is create another bet hmm. yeah. yeah after i well, lost hey, last year's you, re- you review these rankings these standings and you 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 you, you make it known because i as the as the guy with the higher ground here who won the bet last year i'll let you put forward the bet this year but uh Hey, I don't mind those points. And again, I don't want to come off as the guy who dislikes this team because I came across and said I'm the converter. I, I, I converted last year, and I do like this team, fan base, and I do like the commentary team. I like watching this team. They're fun. And Kale McCarr has proven superstar in the league at a young age. Uh, um, I just don't think they're up to snuff with the big boys. The, the Right now, over a regular season span, anything can happen in the playoffs, but over 82... 82- uh, you're you're not you're not ahead of St Louis Nashville in, in Dallas so uh there you go this team is
1: this is the most excited I've been about a team in great 10 years that's great 10 years don't even don't Wonderful. even don't even talk about Bowen Byram who by the way Bowen Byron Byron Bowhm imagine imagine this scenario imagine this scenario his WHL season ends early Okay, you've got you got him joining the Colorado yeah. Avalanche pulls for the playoffs. He pulls a Kale McCarr. He pulls a Kale. Now you've got two Kale McCars plus a Girard plus a
0: Timmins. Yeah, I, plus a I
1: can't get I can't get over this. The, maybe they make a move. I don't know what to do here. There's too much talent. Yeah, There's they got a lot of cap much.
0: space, so that's not a concern.
1: It's too much talent.
0: I'm I'm freaking out. I cannot wait for this team to start. Oh, hey, hey, listen, I got lucky last year. My team went all the way, so maybe this is your year. It is, right? It's gotta be. So we'll see. We'll see. It's gotta um, but, be. but yeah, I mean, without further ado, I, I, so I assume then your wild cards are Dallas and <clears throat> Vancouver. No, you said you had Minnesota. You, you said you had Winnipeg missing, and you had Chicago and 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 uh, and Minnesota behind them. And, and so that only leaves Dallas and Vancouver as your wild cards.
1: It's Dallas for sure. Uh, I'm so... Te- you didn't think this through, did you? I'm teeter-tottering between Winnipeg and Vancouver. Mm. Um, You're on the clock. It's Winnipeg, for sure. Winnipeg. 100%. Okay, Winnipeg makes the playoffs. Winnipeg- and, I, and I say that uh, anticipating a good Hellebuck year. They need that or they're done.
0: Mm-hmm. In, a, in a Dustin Bufflin return? midway through the year he he, he suits up sure i okay. know you'd like that very much i would i would uh <laughs> there's too yeah. much
1: up there i i'm not i'm not gonna see shifley and wheeler miss the playoffs those guys are too serious they're too committed mm-hmm. they're too dedicated so mm-hmm. it's not gonna happen
0: and, and, and of course i have colorado as my number one wild card and uh and slotting in at number two the minnesota wild
1: so Colorado for you will play Vegas. Boy. Um well play. it
0: depends, right? Who finishes first between ah. St. Louis and Vegas, right? I mean, Boy. we may have St. Louis Colorado wouldn't that be something both are bad. Yeah. That would be great. That's But uh no, I mean they, they come on. They they proved they could go toe to toe last year against San Jose, who I considered an elite team, so uh they they're not worried about matchups. Just get in, get into the dance and see what happens.
1: Okay. Well, last question here before we end the show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the Toronto Maple Leafs announced Austin Matthews captain after highly controversial moment in in Arizona.
0: Matthews you, is the
1: captain? No, no, no. I'm, I'm painting a picture. I'm painting a picture. Oh, you yeah, say you scared me. You say what about the Toronto Maple Leafs?
0: Oh, I mean uh, the the whole their whole credibility is shot. Shot down. I mean, uh, the, the, you can't do that from a PR perspective. That's PR 101. I mean yeah. that that news leaked. It it was awful news. Um, you know, I know Matthews apologized, and and, and a lot Barely. of people have his back on this. You know, but uh, I, you know, it was it was uh, you know, it was a, he, he's young and he's immature, and 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 we're the same age as him, and we've all done stupid things. And, and who knows what he's up to on a on a May evening in the hot Arizona summer. But, you know, regardless, you can't name him. Cap. And, and I don't think I don't think this captain thing should even be a talking point, Kyle. I don't think Matthews was ever in the running for the captaincy. I'm with Bobby Mack on this point. He never came off as a captain with the media or, or never came off as a guy who in the room is pumping up the boys. He hasn't been there as long as Morgan Riley. He doesn't have the professionalism and maturity as a John Diveras. He, you can't just be a captain because you're the you're the quote unquote franchise player of a league. It doesn't work that way. Captaincy is through character, through kids like Shane Wright, and uh, you, you know that stuff doesn't grow on trees. So Matthews should never have been considered the captain. This shouldn't be a conversation we're having right now. And I I guarantee you this week. Morgan Riley or John Tavares will be named the captain. My money on Tavares, and uh, and that'll be it. And we close this book and we forget about this. I wish we didn't have to have this conversation, but you and I both know
1: the the main rumors circulating were that Matthews was destined for the sea.
0: I didn't buy that from a second. Come on,
1: that was a legitimate.
0: I know no sense him and babcock aren't friends they it's it's like he had to fly out to arizona to talk to this kid their relationship is in such turmoil babcock will not make this kid captain you have to earn the captaincy with matt with mike you don't just you don't just get it you know he's a punk
1: but yeah. for the for the first time the public and especially myself can finally wrap our our, our arms around the fact that this kid is a punk the uh, a punk brat kid is leading our team to the Stanley Cup, and I don't like it. And I don't, I don't feel the need. I, I don't want to cheer for this team. I hate this team now. I hate this team.
0: I don't want to cheer no, for you, Toronto whatsoever. You made that point clear last week, right, with the Marner contract. Yeah, the, but these this kid, unlike Colorado. Where they're spreading the wealth, you know, McKin- McKinnon, he signed light because he had an off year the year before. That's just bad luck. But Rantanen with the nine two five deal, clearly taking the hometown discount or not hometown discount, but just the discount, knowing that there's work to be done there with Joe Sackick in the cap, and and the Leafs aren't thinking in that same route. They want their money. They want to get paid. These young kids put up these numbers. They're spoiled. They want their money. And and with how Kyle Dubas is spending this money, I really don't but i'm still a leaf fan i still see the talent and and i'm going to cheer for them but i can't respect uh how they're how they're you know dealing with their salary cap situation i don't like it but i thought it couldn't get any worse from last week but it's gotten way worse like before last week
1: there was a chance i'd come around now with this with this this drama well no why I'm no done. but why are
0: you complaining they haven't done. made the decision yet they no, haven't named it it's, it's, them it's captain, not about the so cap it, What's it about then? It's because about he was a, He was an idiot on a May evening on a hot summer night in Arizona.
1: Because he's the face of this franchise, and
0: no he's uh, not.
1: He is. You know, he's he never is. been the face. Yes, he is. He's no, the face. he isn't. He is the guy. He's the guy.
0: He's not. He's never healthy the whole year. Marner has put up more points than him. Marner's the guy.
1: I know, but Matthews is Tavera the star is, player. Is the
0: hometown hero. He's the guy. I know well, I do people I'd like consider to Matthews think that. this 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 face of the franchise I never understood it because he's the guy
1: he was the he the recent number one the draft lottery he they, they chose so? Austin Matthews he's the number one guy he's the goal scorer he's it. the face of the franchise he's the he's the guy it's he I just is I don't like it I don't want it but he's the guy and but that the is, the guy. is the guy
0: by, by default, the captain is the guy. And if he doesn't no. become captain, then he's not the guy. And then all that you had was a non-guy being an idiot on a hot no. summer night in Arizona.
1: Know that your best player, your franchise player is your guy.
0: He's not the best player.
1: Patrick Kane is the face of the, of the Chicago Blackhawks. He's the guy. It's not to Jonathan Taves anymore. It's pa- Patrick Kane is the guy now. It's the best player. Matthews is is the most skilled player, the most tantalizing, the most definitive player on the Toronto Maple Leafs. I don't like it, but it's the it's the it's the facts. Mm-hmm. And uh and, and, you're, what, and you're and you're I'm disappointed
0: sour. that that the guy got into that mess? Yes. It just goes to show he's such he's a
1: prick. Could you there's no way, there's no way. Could you imagine A Connor McDavid a Sidney Crosby, a Nathan McKinnon even pulling any any one of those stunts. That that dirty stunt he pulled. That is just that's that's laughable. This team's a joke. This so team's laughable. The,
0: you're off the ship. Uh yep. you have no stake in this team anymore. Nick, I that's I on I, the de- record?
1: I deleted um mm-hmm. that song.
0: Oh wow, that that yeah. hurts. That
1: hurts. I deleted it. I'm like it, it's done for me. It's over.
0: Okay. It's done. Okay.
1: They, okay. They, well, hey. Unless something miraculous happens, this team will not win me back.
0: hmm Well, I, I, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting. I, I did research this morning. It, it, they, they, You look at their schedule. You look at, like, their first 15 games. They only have two or three easy games. It's like something like 3 and 12 as far as, like, easy to hard games, as far as matchups go. They have a grueling schedule in October. Good, a lot is going to be put to the test. Like it's going to be interesting because you're going to have that tumultuous situation hanging over them because that's fresh in their minds. You know, Matthews—he's scoring goals in this preseason, but he's not even celebrating. Like you can tell, like there's this weird, like just dark darkness surrounding this this roster and and that player in particular. And Mm. uh, you know, you have that factor. You have the Babcock firing potentially if they don't make. So this could be a very tumultuous October in the city of Toronto. So, as a Leaf fan who's realistic, uh, you know I'm going to be I'm going to be sitting with my arms crossed and and evaluating this team pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, I think that's appropriate. Well, we should we should should wrap it up.
0: Yes, this two-hour marathon edition of the (laughs) Rink Moose Podcast, Season Two, Episode Two, is coming to a close. We hope you enjoyed our predictions for what they matter. I'm sure Kyle will go to the drawing board and think of a great bet for this coming year. Um, and, and and I hope you all enjoy the Shane Wright story. I think you're going to be hearing more and more about him in the years to come. And, and I was glad I got to, you know, share a moment with him early in his... young. So uh, without further ado, thank you for listening. We will be back in a few weeks' time. Uh, we will be live back in our studio in Toronto recapping. Uh, we hope you tune in then. And until then... Take care and enjoy the start of the regular season. Rink Moose is signing off. Schmuck.